Hey, all right, welcome to the Tuesday Show. My name's Ultra David. And I'm James Chen. Sorry, I turned that a little too loud. Hopefully oh, I boy. I blow anybody's ears out. Mm, so. Hopefully not. Okay. So today we're going to talk about a couple of tournament results. Winter Brawl and Sun Cal Standoff both, ha both happened in the past weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to talk about a topic that's been going around, which is who's the best player ever. Right, fighting game player of all time. That's G -O -A -T, right. G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. The which GOAT. Is, which is always ironic to me because I always remember GOAT used to mean like the biggest loser. People would say GOAT as like the worst. Like right. it was actually uh -huh, a term uh -huh. used. Yeah, like in, in, I always remember in Peanuts and Charlie Brown comics that was always talked about. I tried to be the hero, but now I'm the GOAT. There you go. You know, you're basically the Perfect loser. Perfect example. Now it means you're the greatest. So. Yeah. So, Whatever. Well, okay. Dope. <laughs> all right. And then we're going to talk about Them's Fighting Herds, which I had a chance to play for a little bit before yeah, this thing started. I got to mess with it just a tiny bit uh, in training mode with one character, but that was about it. Well, I like it, but we'll talk about okay. that later on. <laughs> so, a couple of tournament results. You want to start off with Winter Brawl? Sure. Let's go with Winter Brawl. Because it was a big one, and, and there were lots of games, as always, uh -huh. right? And also big because... It was the last one. Yes, the last Winter Ball. And, and, and obviously there were some interesting results going on, some drama that went on, uh, you know, in terms of who sent who to loser's bracket, and it set up a kind of anticlimactic grand finals. But still, you know, lots Wait, of what? things here. You know, dude, everyone was talking about Chris G sending Sonic Fox to right. losers, right? But he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, I thought you meant like there was some debate about whether it happened. No, 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 no. It, it happened. It definitely did happen. It definitely yes. happened. Yes. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're on the same page now. Uh, okay, Let's get okay. to the results. <laughs> Neither of us went, obviously, as we were in Fresno for Senkal standoff That's instead. That's right. So here we go. Winter Brawl results here. Okay, so let's talk about it in uh, order that they have listed here. Obviously, the main game here, the final game that was played on yeah. Sunday, was Dragon Ball Fighters. There you go. And as we said, you know, everyone's looking at Sonic Fox to take this tournament. He's been winning everything. And, and then uh, Chris G sends him to losers in a dominating fashion. And, yes. And uh, Sonic Fox tweeted about it. He was like, oh, the timings of his assists are strange. Yeah. All these other things like that. I'm going to have to examine this and everything well let's take a look at the results okay here. did he examine it well enough seventh place was necro undi is it undyne? undyne it's undyne right yeah undyne with android 21 android 18 and cell uh as well as nakio with kid boo goku and adult gohan yeah uh fifth place was fame 96 with cell ssgss vegeta and ssgss goku as well as Fox Theo, Echo Fox Theo. Yeah. The NRS defensive player yeah. playing offensive game. For Adult sure. Gohan, Android 16, and 10. Uh, fourth place was CR to Kill Sage uh, with Trunks, Goku Black, Android 16. Third was Excalibur Blades with Cell, Kid Buu, and Vegeta. Second place, EGNY Chris G. Second place, Trunks, Android 18, Vegeta, and first place, Echo Fox, Sonic Fox. With Goku Black hit and Android 16. Some AKA people, Team Reverse Ultra David. Some people thought that he was going to not make grand finals against Chris Did G. anybody really think that? I saw someone tweet that, right? That they were like, how much you want to bet the grand finals won't be? It, like anything. Any amount right. is what uh, I would have bet. Uh, I, thought, I thought that was like 
just a certainty coming into the top eight that grand finals would be Chris versus really? Sonic Fox. Yeah, for I thought, sure. I thought you were the one who tweeted, like, it was like, oh, what are the chances this is not going to happen? Definitely after not. After he got sent to losers. No, no, no. I was like, does anybody think that it won't happen? Oh, okay, okay. It was the opposite. I read it wrong. I read it wrong. I okay. definitely thought it was going to be okay, like that. Okay. But, but that said, it was a really good top eight. The thing that I, that I like the most about this top eight is that it's what we all hoped, which was that DVFC would be the thing that brings all the yes. scenes together. Right? So when, when you look at that, you got traditional anime players, you got a DOA player, mm-hmm. you got NRS players, uh, you got guys like Chris who play literally everything. everything yeah. uh, same with Sonic Fox, has played everything. Um, and you know you got the, the Kill Sage coming from Skullgirls originally, now mm-hmm. Marvel Infinite, really good player. It's just it's a bunch of different scenes that have all met and now they're all playing this game. It's super cool. Yeah, and you know, got Excalibur Blades was a DOA player. DOA, indeed. Sonic Fox is also a DOA player. Does this well, mean that's the right. DOA players are the strongest players there are. <laughs> what, what what I like about Excalibur <laughs> Blades is that this is not the first time that he's played a different kind of game. He always like he played Injustice. Right. He played yeah, MK. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He played uh, I think Marvel, but it was definitely some kind of air dashery game. I remember him playing. And he was really good at oh, all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I mean, it's no shock that the people who are at the top here are good at all the games. Because the Kill Sage right. has also been doing super well in Marvel as well. Sure. Chris, Chris G obviously is good at everything. So. But that said, I would not have picked Theo. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, I don't know that Theo would have picked Theo because seeing him tweet about him playing the game, he talked a lot before Winter Brawl about how he's just learning. He doesn't feel like he's very good. Right. Like He wasn't rating himself well at all and he got winner's side top eight interesting some people are saying that there's a little bit of stuttering that there's frame droppings according to my x split i am not dropping a single frame here it says dropped zero so i don't know is it just twitch or something like that but everyone says the audio is fine okay so that's what matters going. Yes. yeah mm-hmm. uh so very cool that 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 happened in all the different scenes also there's a pretty good geographical variety in this mm-hmm. which is great uh, and actually, also a decent character variety. And good a character lot of variety. people have talked about Vegeta Assist. Who's only the, 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 he was only commando on two teams, basically. He was only the commando position on two teams. And not only that, but, you know, obviously Cell is a character that everybody's been talking about. Cell was only on Excalibur Blades teams in the top four, right? So... You know, it's pretty good variety here. Andrew, Android, Andrew, Android 16 was only on two teams, yeah, which was Sonic Fox and To Kill Sage. So that was also on Necro and Dime. Uh, well, I, like I said, on the top four, I oh. said the top four oh, okay. Cell was only in one team. So, but yeah, only in three teams in the top eight. But there's not that many characters to. I mean, it's three of v three. You're gonna get right. repeats, right? Sure. So, yeah. No, yeah. I thought I thought the variety was quite good to be honest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and the matches were great when. Um, did you see when Chris sent Sonic Fox solicitors? Did you see that match? I did not see that match. I saw that match. It, it was it was quite dominant. He basically lit into Sonic Fox and never let up mm-hmm. and opened Sonic Fox up consistently. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't so much like neutral game dominance, although there was some of that, but it was mm-hmm. more like he just, everything worked out on offense. Right, yeah. And um, I think very interesting to see Sonic Fox deal with Chris's assist timings differently in a way that like made it so he didn't get in the position where he had right. to be open up that often. That that often it was much more about Sonic Fox's neutral control <coughs> and pressure uh, rather than him defending. Although uh, he defended really well against Chris too. But I just felt I felt like he just leveled up 
Like completely. Well, he obviously studied it too, right? Because yeah. he, he talked he about it on Twitter. Yeah, he talked about studying it and checking out the timings and all that things like that. So, and you know what? The one thing about Chris that I will always say is he does everything his own way. A lot yeah. of people, like, you know, even when he played, uh, which game was it? Uh, you know, when he played Ibuki in Street Fighter V, like, he didn't use Ibuki like anyone else. He had different mix-ups. Sure. He had these weird ideas with her, and they were still effective. So I'm sure the first time Sonic Fox played Chris, he was expecting Chris to do the standard Dragon Ball beats, you know. But Chris is, I've been talking about this game yeah. beats, this rhythm concept for a while now. Uh, well, not for a while, but just for, like, the past week or so. And um, I feel like Chris G always has different beats than mm -hmm. everybody else. Yeah. Like, because he always figures out games his own way. I agree with you. And uh, I, that probably threw Sonic Fox off the first time, but then after Sonic Fox figured out what it was and was able to read it, then he was able to counter it. So. Because it, right. it was 6 0, by in the Grand way, Files. in Grand Files. And Chris G even tweeted after he lost the second one, he was like, oh, I'm done. He said as soon as he lost game number, he was like, oh, I'm, this is, I'm <laughs> done. So. Yeah, and then Sonic Fox had the tweet out that he was the best or whatever it was before I saw the ending on Twitch, before the final game ended. <laughs> it wasn't like a spoiler. Obviously, at that point, he was going to beat Chris, whether it was 6-0 or 6-1, right? It was definitely mm -hmm. coming. Right. But, uh, yeah, he got it out that fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, I see the little jumps here right now. Oh, yeah, look at this. That's so weird. I wonder why that's happening. It's not dropping any frames. It just might be the capture device that I have. So bummer. Anyways, okay. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, Jibbo. It could have been first to ten, and it would have been ten zero at that point. Yeah. yeah, it was. He just he had it. He he figured it out for mm -hmm, sure. Mm -hmm. um, so props to him. But again, props to Excalibur Blades, who who shows up big for new games a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, props to Theo for. Uh, Coming out of basically nowhere, I felt. <laughs> uh, and then on top of that, there was somebody who, um, oh, now I can't remember who it was. Well, my bad, folks. But somebody got top 16 who had not played, they were a deep, they're a DBFC player. Like, they're a Dragon Ball player. Oh, really? Like, okay, they, they weren't like a Marvel coming else. in, they weren't uh, an anime player coming in. Really? Yeah, I forget who it was now. So, okay, again, okay. my bad. I meant to have a note on that, and I thought I would remember, but I didn't. So. Right. Oops. Yeah, you're right. Excuse me. The highlight is on the wrong section here. Mobby. Yeah, it's not fame because fame fame has played other games. In any case, that's awesome. But it, so if if you look beyond the top eight, it wasn't just in the top eight that there was variety. You look at the top sixteen, and and there's more NRS, and there's more everything, and there's more Street Fighter, and there's more. You know, all the different scenes are, are represented in there. So it there, it really is a case that, like, every scene is playing this game, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. so it's not a Necro either. Not yeah, necro and anyway. the other cool thing about it, honestly, too, is just watching the high-level play. It, it looks so good right yes. now. I really like the high-level play. And it's tough because sometimes it's hard to follow. And I'll be honest, the first time I started playing Dragon Ball, I mean, what, when I first started watching it, before I actually sat down and played it, I couldn't follow anything. The game was just kind of crazy. Hmm. And I was like, huh, I don't get this because I didn't understand the mechanics. I didn't understand, again, like why you would use certain things in certain situations. As soon as you sit down and play it, everything makes sense. And, you know, I talk about this all the time. You know, if you really want to enjoy watching a game, you know, give it a shot a little bit. Obviously, 
not everyone can buy every fighting game, but if you have a chance just to have a friend who has it or something like that, yeah. just mess with it a little bit. Take a little bit of time to understand it. And as soon as you do that, I mean, I, you know, again, this is the internet, so there's going to be people out there who are already like, oh my God, Dragon Ball's boring already. It's the same thing over and over again. But like, honestly, if you use all the different characters, you'll discover that there's a lot of little subtle details there between is. each of the characters that... Some don't have some don't have the mid air launchers that right. they can go into there. Some some don't even have good enders, you know, that they can take advantage of. And you know, there's all sorts of little tiny things like that that you know make you understand and appreciate the game more when yeah. you're actually watching it. So it's a good game. I like that a lot. I like it a lot. Hey Grayson, I'm right there with you, man. I'm trying to buy every fighting game myself, dude. And it's it's not tough. not easy, but uh, it's not, yeah, not, it's, it's tough. It it does. At least having messed around with the game does open up a lot more enjoyment to you if you just if you want to watch. Mm -hmm. So yeah. hard to buy everything like you said, but at least go over to a friend's house and play stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so that was Dragon Ball Fighters. Yep, good stuff again. And uh, second game, second game here listed is Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. Again, interesting results. Yeah. Uh, seventh place was GGEA Doctor African with Nikali. Sorry, I gotta do this. Uh, Rise Smug with Balrog. Yep. Uh, fifth place was also Dan Slip with Cammy, as well as Terrence with Chun Li. Fourth place PG Punk with Karen, but also Chun Li. He uh, used a lot of Chun Li, right? So, okay. Third place was KPB Tega with Akuma. Second place Knuckle Dude with Guile and Armika, and first place Nephew. Yeah. With Colleen. Yeah. A player that Punk even called out in like November last year. It was like, keep an eye on Nephew. You're right. And this was before Colleen got buffed. So he was saying that even in season two, Colleen, Colleen obviously got a little better because her V Trigger 2 is really good. She's but, awesome. Yeah. But as a result, uh, Nephew here taking first place. So. You know, last week when we were, had nothing to talk about basically and people were asking us random questions. Somebody asked, like, who, yeah. who do you think is going to be the up-and-comer of yeah, this yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. And I didn't think about it at the time, but even before he won this, uh, I, I sat to myself and think about it and thought about it, and I thought Nephew was the guy to, oh, yeah. uh, I would have really? brought up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's awesome that, that he took this. He, he played super, super well. He was really composed. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Even when he won, you know, it was the first major win, and he did it over Knuckle Dew, and it was, it's pretty big. He just like he was like yeah he, he won he, he didn't like <laughs> pop off you know what I mean? right yeah he, yeah, yeah. He, he very much acted uh, like he'd been there before right right uh, right which is pretty cool to I see. think he's just a very calm personality even during the interview afterwards he was just like yeah he just yeah played. he seems like it yeah. right he just seems like he's a very chill dude so. for sure man <laughs> uh, and and Colleen is a good character uh, I thought she was pretty good before V Trigger Two definitely makes her better but if you you know you watch him play. He has V Trigger Two during part of the time, but he's winning anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's uh -huh, he's really uh -huh. he's just really good with it. Yeah, so. it's really cool. Again, you know, um, you know, we're talking about Dragon Ball f uh, character variety, but I really honestly think Street Fighter Five character variety is really strong right now. Obviously, you know, Abigail is a concern right now, but like, well, I got you know the number of Abigails in top thirty-two at uh, Winter Brawl. No. Squadoosh. Zero. Zero. Huh? Oh, okay. So he's not free wins. He doesn't give you free wins. I, I could have swore that, you know, you pick Abigail and you automatically win kind of thing. Furthermore, I'm looking for Rashid's, and the first one that I find is 25th place. Okay. Well, there you go. Which is Moons. Yeah, look, the game is, is they did a good job. 
Yeah. They did a uh -huh. good job. I, I didn't agree with everything. Probably shouldn't have buffed Abigail, right. for example. But they did do a good job overall. It's yeah, pretty balanced. It's crazy overall. because I do see a lot of people out there. And again, I'm sorry that every game we talk about, I just end up yelling at people. But yeah. Like, but like, you know, I've seen a lot of people say like, oh my God, they what a terrible balance job in season three. And I'm like, what are you talking yeah, about? Again, like there's some things that I would have done differently. Right. Okay. I understand. Like a few things you're kind of mad about. Yeah. Like, like Abigail got buffed. Rashid got a little buffed. Yeah, they Zangief nerfed. Zangief got some, nerfed. Yeah, yeah. Vega can't pressure after roll anymore. Right. Like, there's like weird stuff in there for sure. But, but I think overall it's, good overall it's 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 good. Like obviously if you're a Vega player, if you hate Rashid, yeah, you're going to be mad. But you have to look at the overall Overall's picture. Good. And I think it's fine. So. Yeah. Shout out to Dr. Afghan for playing Nikali and getting top eight after trying to ride Vega for so long. So <laughs> got to do what you got to do. Um, hey, man. Uh, that seems to be the theme of a lot. I mean, like... I don't think Ken is bad, but I we talked about it last time yeah. about uh, two weeks ago about Chris T dropping Ken. I think is still the right choice. I agree with you. It's a mental block at this point. Absolutely. So, uh, and then awesome to see Terrence get up there. Mm -hmm. He's been a good player for a while, but very cool to see him get fifth in this kind of situation. Uh, Dan Slip continuing to do well in Northeast yeah. tournaments. Uh, Cammy, It'd be dude. cool if he traveled more, but I you know I don't know what the situation is. And then Tega getting third. I think that's, as far as I know, his highest placing ever. Yeah. Very cool. But yeah, again, Cammy, dude, strong character. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, we'll dope. get to that. Uh, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite also played here. Who did Smug lose to, by the way, in top eight? Like, well, who sent him to losers in the first place? Um, I can look at that. Terrence eliminated Smug. Well, that's all I got. I don't know who sent him to losers Interesting. before that. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Punk lost to Akuma, huh? And I have lost my browser window here for some strange reason. Chris G beat Smug in one of the death pools. Oh, that's right. He they came from the death, death pool. pool. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, do you have the Winter Brawl results up by any I chance? I sure do. I just lost it here, so... Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, 7th place, Daigon with Captain Marvel, Dante. 7th, also CR to Killsage, Jetta, Dante. 5th uh, place, GNT4, Abic with Hagar, Dante. 5th, PG Coach Steve with Nova Spencer. 4th, HP Punisher with Hawkeye, Rocket Raccoon, and Gamora, Rocket Raccoon. 3rd place, Noel Be Hungry with mm. Rocket Raccoon, Gamora. 2nd place, Clockwork, Strider, Monster Hunter, and Strider, Black Widow. Winner, EG, NY, Chris G, Morgan, Monster Hunter. Yeah, Grand Finals was a close one, uh, although Clock did not reset it, but it went down to the fifth game. The fifth yeah. game was kind of a blow-up, but up to that point, it was pretty close and pretty even. And, you know, even in my heart, I was like, let's go, Clockwork. Well, but, of course. Know, yeah, but, I mean, shout-outs to him traveling all the way out to Winter Ball yeah. to really test his medal out there. You know, I, it's, it's one of the first time I've seen Clockwork travel like that in a while, I feel like. Yeah, that you does know, seem right, yeah. Uh, seem pretty rare. I, yeah. rare. But really glad to see Clockwork doing well, again, uh, getting second place over there. And, you know, it's always interesting because Marvel and Dragon Ball, one of the things that I do like is there's always this East Coast-West Coast rivalry because they mm. don't get to play so much. But I still don't know what you'd want to count Chris G as right now. But, you know... Whatever. As Straddle. a man who is not bound by any coast yeah. right now... Second place, West Coast, baby. Let's go. Well, that's for sure. And then after that, it's basically East Coast. Yeah, but that makes think, sense. I don't think there was any other West Coast players out there, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Noel getting third place. Awesome job to him. Oh, yeah, but what I loved about Clockwork 
was that he played Strider Black Widow until he like needed to not do it. <laughs> like you can tell he's trying to he's trying to make that work. Right. And then he would switch to Monster Hunter and right. do do a lot better. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That was cool. But anyway, he's not dropping that Strider, dude. No, he's for that. sure. Yeah. That's his, that's his guy. Um, yeah, cool to see Punisher up there. Noel got a couple of Rocket players. Uh, it was really cool. Oh, Abic with um, Hagar Dante. I think that's such a good team. Mm-hmm. I really, I really do. Um, you know, I think Hagar's awesome in that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that's an opinion that people share that much. But that's I, weird. I don't understand that. I Me mean, either. You yeah. have to play totally differently against a Hagar uh, than you do uh-huh. against anybody else. So. He's basically the, like the, he's the monkey wrench of the game. I mean, it's funny. He's he's playing the role of the grappler because the grappler is always the monkey wrench that you have to play against yeah. the grappler differently. But Hagar does it because of the lariat. Yeah, lariat. Is lariat so is the is the is the. So I think Hagar Dante is really, really good. But that's awesome for Abic. You know, think back to his, his history of um, getting kind of blown up many years ago. And now he's the top player in Marvel. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right. Captain Marvel made top eight. How about that? <laughs> Tekken 7. 7. Spirogen with Paul. Also, Mr. Whoopi with Warong. Fifth, uh, ITS Mac with Bob and Jack 7. Also, Fred Distance with Lucky Chloe. Fourth, AI Pepper Beef Too Spicy with Leo and Law. Third, PG Speed Kicks with Kazumi, Huarong, and Steve. Second place, NG Obscure with Elisa. And winner, Victim of Ritual with Nina. Huh, okay. Are you familiar well, with Victim of Ritual? I don't know. Okay, that well, okay. Though. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. That's not a name that I had recall right now. So yeah, I don't know. I'm not That's, sure yeah. of the story. But I'm sure, obviously, being out there on uh, in Philadelphia, this... Tekken competition's got to be really strong, so I got to imagine a very strong player. So yeah, man, he's from Baltimore, occur- according to uh, Curly W. So. Okay, well, that's or Maryland at least. So there you go. Okay, cool, good stuff. Injustice two results seventh place. PSRK Beyond Toxin with Scarecrow. Also PG Katana Prime, mm. Harley Quinn, and Wonder Woman. Fifth places were ALG Dragon with Black Adam Aquaman. Fifth also PG Coach Steve with Atrocitus Black Manta. And Fourth, the walk down of a <laughs> super sick, yeah. He walked down dragon. Um, very cool to, to see that clip. Fourth, DF Gurr, Adam, Black Manta, and Bane. Third, Echo Fox Scar, Brainiac, Black Manta, Supergirl. Second, Echo Fox Theo, Dr. Fate, Superman. Winner, Echo Fox, Sonic Fox, Michelangelo. <laughs> so, Sonic Fox, I mean, sorry, Echo Fox swept the top three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sonic Fox played Michelangelo, who came out like two weeks ago, uh-huh. a week and a half ago, even. And, uh, and well, beat everybody. And might not have even been... I mean, you kind of considered him, like, third best turtle, No, I, after maybe a week, I figured that Leo is still the best. I would say Mike is the second best. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, but what, it's a character doesn't even matter. Yeah, honestly. I know, right? <laughs> that guy can pick whoever he wants. Uh, he was winning with Captain Cold, and, you know, what are you going to yeah. do? So. I but, mean, one of the things that... I mean, one of the reasons why that walk-down clip was so cool, we were even just talking about this at St. Cal standoff on commentary all the time, which is... Moving forward is one of the scariest things in fighting games. I'd say walking forward in particular. Yeah, uh-huh. It's really when, not easy. And when Coach Steve basically just called the cat and was just like, you aren't going to touch a button, you're scared. Yeah. And he walked at him, walked yeah. at him, walked at him, walked at him, finally hit a button, that's when Dragon twitched and he hit him. It was it was forward three at exactly the moment that <laughs> Dragon tried to grab. It was right. like the exact right call. Uh, so super sick, super sick. Um, you know, I know I don't know exactly what the deal is, but Coach Steve always alludes on Twitter to to issues going on for him, 
And I, like I said, I'm not sure what's going on, but whatever they are, I hope that he figures them out. Right. And does, because in the meantime, he's still re- doing super well right. in fighting games. Uh-huh. Like he's still a super awesome player. So uh, did, he did really well in. Did he do well in Marvel? Yeah, he yeah, got he top eight in Marvel. Yeah, because yeah. he was talking about how happy he was he got top eight in Marvel. Yeah, so, dude, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome to see Gurr that high up. Especially just past the Echo uh, Fox Boys. Oh, shoot. Shout-outs to Meterless for putting the clip in there. Yes. yes. Check out that clip. Yeah, hilarious <laughs> and, and frightening, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gur, I talked with before some IPS stuff last year, and he, he seemed like he might want to quit. He wasn't really into it anymore. And he was like, well, I'll see what they do to Bane, or I'll see if there's any new characters that are coming out that I find interesting. And, and what saved it for him, I think, is Adam. His Adam is super interesting. Oh, He's one of the sick. very few people playing him at that level. I need to go watch that then. Really, really cool. With Adam, yeah, so. yeah, and you know, Bane got above. Yeah, I, I'm honestly like really out of the loop now with Injustice. Like, I need to get Adam's back crazy. in there and figure out what the new characters do because I actually like I haven't seen any Adam. I haven't seen yeah. any Turtles and stuff. Oh yeah, like yeah, that, yeah So yeah. I need to I need to get in there. So well, there was a bunch of both of those. Uh, ninth place, by the way, Punk. Mm, okay. Okay. DOA 5, last round, 7th, Ninja Guy 446, Helena, also Fury of Frog, 5th were UG, UGS Lord Xavier with Hitomi, UGS Sly Bass with Akira, Brad Wong, 4th, Ichiron 47 with Mila, 3rd was UGS B-Boy Dragon with Mai in Phase 4, 2nd, SYN Rojiku, Re- Rojiku Reigns with Hayate, and winner was UGS Jaeger, could be Jaeger, with Phase 4, Ayane, Rig. I don't see DOA here. Okay, anyway. Got a different source. <laughs> Guilty Gear, Exerd, Rev 2, Top 8. 7th, Alex Smith, May. And Dreaded Ruffian, Sin. 5th, were Drunken Chicken, Ram. And PAG, Grover, Venom. 4th, LVLG, Base with Raven. 3rd, Jin with Dizzy. 2nd, Hook Gang God, Faust. And winner, TSB, Blaze with Raven. Nice. Oh boy, how many do we have to go through? We have a lot. We can't say all these. Yeah, well, the one I want to talk about is the ST one. Okay, sure. Because uh, uh, in particular, so what we have here, I'll just do the top four here. Uh, Don Yan with Ken in fourth place. Nothingness in third place with Chun-Li and E. Honda. Psychochronic in second place with Chun-Li. And first place was Crossed with old Ryu, Ryu, Ken, and Chun-Li, yeah. but this was a Tournament of Legends qualifier. Oh. So Crossed is now in Tournament of Legends 3. Wow. That's a guy who I've known for probably a dozen years. Crossed, you mean? Yeah. Okay. His name's Crossed. Crossed. Uh, okay. That's how he used to say it anyway. Okay. Uh, he, I knew him from our regional tournaments at C3 in mm, Virginia when I lived on the East Coast, mm-hmm. and he was pretty good, mm-hmm. but like... Man, he's a lot better now, that's for sure. He played Zangief and was, like, pretty good as Zangief. And, uh, yeah, now I guess he plays Shoto's and Chun-Li, so he, he stepped up a little bit in the tears. Now all I do is I wish I was there, because I might have been able to qualify. This oh, dang, wow. Because <laughs> uh, I've played a lot of the guys in the top eight. I've played Psychochronic a bunch of times. I've played Atari a bunch of times. Okay. And I usually beat wow. them. Wow, So James. I'm just like, dang, man, I should have went to Winter Brawl and qualified for some tournament. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> That's killer. No, anyway, good job, Steve. All right. 
Okay. So uh, Winter any, Brawl has seven thousand games. It does. There's so way we're too not going to name them all over there. So, but you know, sure. uh, they they've played a bunch of games, but you know, Winter Brawl is no more. Right. So this is the last Winter Brawl, but that's not the it's not the end of the sort of tournaments. Right. They're just moving mm -hmm. it to April. Right. Is really what it is. They're renaming it and moving it to April. They're right. moving it and uh, calling it April Annihilation now. What do you think about the name? I think it's okay. I think it could Don't be like better, it. you know, uh, maybe just to go along with everything else they did. They could have named it after the season, like spring something or other. Like that would that. make a lot of sense. Because they had Summer Jam, they had Winter Brawl, so why not just call it Spring Something or other, right? Makes sense to me. But mm. I don't like the name. <laughs> In any case, <laughs> that doesn't it, matter too much. It makes sense to me because yeah. uh, Big E runs three events, right? And only one of them is in the CPT schedule, which is uh, uh, the, Summer, Jam. the Summer Jam, right? It's the only one that makes it into the CPT, or all the other any circuits, of yeah, right? Circuit. Uh, Tech and World Tour, all these right. things like this. So I'm sure, you know, a lot, and he even mentioned it during his speech, too, you know, as he's hoping that he can get into more circuits with this event that way. Sure. And so moving it to April makes a lot of sense so that he'll be able to get into a lot more of the, uh, like, CPTs and TWTs and and IPSs and such. So. I also think it makes sense because Winter Brawl is in February. NEC is in December. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 and then yeah. Summer Jam is at the opposite end of the, of the calendar. So it's, mm -hmm. I, think, I feel like this spaces out his three events. Yeah, he better. talked about that too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he said he just didn't want it to have it so that they were all, like he said that the NEC, the NEC and the Winter Brawl were too close to each other and this uh, gives people who want to support him more time in between to not have to go to two events in such right, quick cool. succession. So there you go. Very good. Easter brawl. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, don't put it on Easter. Yeah. That's I why know. I haven't been able to go to NorCal Regional. NCR, yeah, I know. Easter tags on along on uh, Jewish Passover. So. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no other TO has two events on the CPT, but then again, I don't think anybody else has two events. Yeah, like who else runs two, let alone three? Right, maybe Lap Chi because he has okay. the Master Series and the, there's, and, there's the one. and the Canada Cup, but but nobody has three. Right, nobody has three, and he's been doing that for some time. And and to Anyways. be honest, he's also still running TFC. He's still a large right. part of uh, the Fall Classic as well. So sure. see again the seasons, right? It's always the seasons. So okay. And also, you know, if you have April. Oh, yeah, Jabaley. No, that's a good point. Jabaley does run multiple. Well, especially he does with the CEO of Taku. Oh, the DreamHack ones. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But also, the other thing, too, is like, what if he needed to move April Annihilation to like just the beginning of May or something like that? You know? You're stuck. Yeah, exactly. Stuck. So. <laughs> oh, well. <clears throat> okay. That was Winter Brawl. So uh, I do not have SendCal standoff results. Do you have that anywhere here? We can get that from. I mean, obviously we were there, so we got to see Street Fighter and Marvel. We got to commentate that. It was really fun commentating Marvel, by the way. Um, haven't had a chance to do that uh, in That's a while. That's true, yeah. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Marvel is. Marvel's so fun. And, and, and honestly, this weekend, both at SenCal Standoff and at uh, Winter Ball, this was a really good weekend for Marvel and for Dragon Ball. And, you know, like I, I tweeted out, you know, kind of sarcastically, I was like, oh, here's my new controversial statement, you know, that 
both of these games are awesome and I like them both and they're super fun. Uh, one, I just don't understand how a lot of people didn't realize I was being sarcastic, calling it controversial. But oh, you yeah. Know, yeah. Because I mean, like, I even ended the tweet with crazy, I know, you know, and so that's like a total, like. Oh, I hear you, but hey. Uh, man, oh well. Hard, hard to get it always. I can't, I can't. Dude, I can never get across a sarcastic tweet. I don't think anyone's ever used to hearing the sarcasm from my voice. Maybe. And so when they read my tweets, they can, they can never get the sarcasm out of it. So I, I just need to start adding weird smiley faces and, 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 and or slash S, you know, that stupid thing. I feel like that would be weirder for you to do. So. Yeah, it'd be even weirder. Okay. All right, results. Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> April Pools. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it's still April, but still, yeah. Uh -huh. All right. Winner. Well, I guess I should do it from the back like we always do. Sure. So seventh places were Napa Pride and Enenra. Napa Pride. Yeah, Napa Pride, who was just sacked up. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't play Napa. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fifth place is TA Supernoon and Dacid Bro. Then fourth place, Cloud805. Third place was Mike Muscles. And second place, two gigabyte combo. Winner, Apology Man. Yeah. So shout outs to NorCal for uh, yeah. showing up pretty well. Definite domination there. And I was really surprised Tatsu did not make top eight. I did not see who he lost wow. to. Wow, you're right. I you're totally right. Well, I can look to. that up because I got the bracket for you, like right here. Okay. Yeah, let's take a look at this because I, I was tweeting out I almost made the same mistake that I did at Frosty Faustings where I was like, come watch the top eight of Guilty Gear, including Teresa, blah, blah, blah. And oh. everyone's like, Teresa's not in there. And I was like, oh, crap. And so I almost did that again. I was like, come watch the top eight of Senkal Standoff, including blah, blah, blah. And I wrote Tatsu's name and I wrote all these. And I was like, I should probably Good check. Good job, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Super Noon eliminated him to make top eight. Ooh, okay, okay. And he was sent to losers in the first place by two gigabyte combo. Okay, there you go. So a couple of pretty good players. What yeah. about Josh? What happened with that? He got sent to losers by Mike Muscles and then eliminated by Napa Pride. Oh, so. wow. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. So both of them lost to both a NorCal and a SoCal then, huh? Oh, wow. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Okay. Okay. Nice. Then you had Street Fighter V. Well, not exactly in chronological order, but whatever. Seventh places were Genesis Frenzy and Pavocado. I heard this was Genesis Frenzy's first time making it this far in a big Oh, event, really? So oh, okay. Him, okay. So. Good job. Good job. Uh, Pavocado also seventh. Fifth places were Third Pixel, Salyu, and XSK Samurai. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. XSK Samurai, who I think played his last match a little too salty and uh, probably <laughs> yeah, should not he, have done that. He but jumped on it case, too fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fourth place, Fort Clegg Madness, which was nice. That jury did some good work. Third place was Ultima. Mm -hmm. Got up really high. That was awesome to see. Second place, Tempo Storm, Alex Myers. Cami and a little bit of Sakura. And then winner, playing only Abigail, LPN. Right. And happy to see LPN using only one character. Yes. And a character that I think fits him because Abigail is good at the callouts and just like the, 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 the trolley nature of yeah. it. And then... Also very strong character, so I think this is a perfect character pick for LPN. And he was playing him in season two, right? And granted That's true, yeah. and granted you tweeted this out too, is that everything that everyone's complaining about Abigail he had in season two. Like ex except for the light kick. The though. the light kick, light kick combo is new. Right. Outside of counter hit. But people aren't even complaining about that. Like that that may be something to complain about, but when you hear complaints, it's 
he's doing too much damage. What's these, these guard breaks about? Like he has tools that he already did have. Right. Chomp Ranhas is super good. Like you know, I actually think the light hey. kick, light kick thing is a big problem. It's super strong. It's super for sure. good. It's just yeah, not yeah. what you typically hear people complaining mm-hmm. about because you don't see it. You don't see it that often. So yeah. Uh, LPN sent Samurai to losers, which is part of why uh, Samurai was uh, a little salty about things. Yeah. Oh, by the way, someone in the chat said what they want to see the cami shirt. So this is my one of my favorite cami shirts. Basically, cool. this is the eighty uh, sixth shirt. So um, definitely, you can get it from there right now. Eighty six dot com. So. And then Alex Myers was definitely also salty after losing to LPN in grand finals. I mean, his. He grabbed the mic after they awarded him second place, and all he said was uh, "Nerf Abigail." So basically, right. Well, he yeah. said "Buff Sakura, Nerf Abigail." Yeah. So there it was. People but aren't aren't stoked about it. I will say this though: Alex Myers was playing out of his mind. Like yeah, he, he really well. was looking ridiculous this whole tournament. It was only against Abigail that it just felt like he fell apart. But everybody else, I don't think I've seen him play that well before. He was talking to us about how he just hyperbolic time chambered in Japan, how he played against Haitani, and Haitani was coaching him. Yeah. And he looks like a different player. Agreed. And, and that's where we started talking about the walking forward thing, because oh, he yeah. was walking forward and dashing. He was just like constantly moving forward. It was the first time i ever seen Cammy look like a wall. Right. You know I mean? Yeah, he had really good anti-airs as he was moving yeah. forward. Yeah. And so, uh, dude, like he was hitting buttons at all the perfect timing, and he was he was looking strong. So, he's not someone like nephew who I would say would be a surprise new up and comer. But right. I definitely think look out for this guy on the pro tour this year. So. Sounds right. Yeah. All right, that's Street Fighter Smash Bros. Wii U. Um, this is a little bit funky looking here. Top eight, seventh place is rather the Cobra Door and Doodle Bob. Fifth places were J Tails and Manny. Fourth, TSG Striker. Third, Stark. Second place, I'm Hip. And winner was TES Ghost. Mm-hmm. Smash Bros. Melee. Seventh place is Careless and Legalized Carnage. Fifth place is Tenshi and PJ. Fourth, Xander. Third, NMW. Second place, Spark. And winner, TA Rocky. And then was that oh, yeah, the Marvel? Yes. So seven places were Fort Kless and Fort Fortress. Fifth places were Killer Kai and Javier G. Fourth place Kevin Lee. Third place Fort Cloud 805. Second place TA Supernoon and winner Taekwa. That's right. Yeah. So Fortress was the Ryu player mm-hmm. who tried Ryu twice in top eight and just got blown Dunked. up. <laughs> Bad news. So then he switched over to, I think it was Monster Hunter, and he brought it back to 2 2 and he almost won. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if not for Ryu, he may have moved on right. a little further. Mm-hmm. Boy. But I mean, overall, the matches in this top eight were super sick. Yes. They were all, they all went five games, like towards the end, like they all started going five games. The, all the players played super well. And yeah, I just I had a blast doing commentary for really? it, watching it, and just enjoying it. So it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun stuff. Uh, cool to see um, take what take it with uh, his Ghost Rider. His Ghost Rider yeah. looked super strong. He he won in situations that I feel like Ghost Rider can kind of struggle in, but he he won those situations nevertheless. He won as solo Ghost Rider versus 
Jetta Raccoon. Yeah, Jetta Raccoon. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh -huh, that uh -huh. team is so strong, and so like, the Ghost Rider did it. I feel so. like Ghost Rider versus a single Raccoon would be already a bad match, but he was doing fine against Raccoon and Jetta at right. the same time, to the point where Zoomin was almost looking kind of scared. Like he, he was playing like tentative, yeah. you know what I mean? So, Agreed. Yeah, it's really good stuff. And um, it's man. not that I think that Ghost Rider is bad, but I do think that he is, um, I don't know, mid, low mid, something mm -hmm. like that. He's just not as strong as everyone thought he was, but I mean, to be honest yeah. with you, Taiko kind of. Yeah, maybe we're wrong. Maybe changed my mind a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, he did a really, really good job. Very cool. And yeah, Ryu sucks in Marvel. In Street Fighter V, he's not that great, right? He's not, he doesn't suck, he's not that great. In Marvel Infinite, he sucks. Dude, it wasn't even the bike. Sucks. Dude, it wasn't even the bike that he was using that was overpowered. In fact, right. it was the other super that seemed better. Yeah, well, it's the full screen, you have to deal with it super, right. call in your teammate, uh, I low. He, he wasn't using it as a combo ender. I mean, he would, but he would just throw it it's out there a lot of times and just lock people down. He called the bike like maybe twice, and when he did, the bike never did anything. No, it's not even the bike, yeah. It's, right. it's about uh -huh. the neutral control and the fact that he can set up, he can force a mix-up from almost anywhere mm -hmm. with that mm -hmm. super. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff to take uh, doing really, really well. Again, um, man, between both of these, uh, both of the events, Marvel and Dragon Ball just looked so much fun. Both yeah. games looked really, really good. Agreed. Very high level, so... All right, that's it for the results. But it was it's a cool event. I, I Again, highly recommend people check it out. We went last year, too, and it was also good. Mm -hmm. They have a really cool venue in Fresno. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. um, the finals, well, actually, this year, all of it, all of it on stream, anyway, was in, in, the, theater. in the theater. So the, there's, they have a theater that is two stories. It's like the seats go really high up and far back. So far that they actually have a second projector <laughs> in the middle of it yep. to keep people, you know, so they can see what's going on. Right. Uh, it's it's been, other than that, there's just a lot of other cool stuff um, there. They had uh, food trucks that were good and a lot of little vendors. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cool to see. Yeah, you can tell what's cool about it is Fresno's a little small, sleepy town, right? Compared to a lot of compared other to places, other right? big cities in California. Yeah, and um, the thing is, when they do that event there, a lot of the different businesses and a lot of different people in Fresno come out and really try to support it because right. you know it's it's a big deal for them. You know, and so I think that's really cool. They had a lot of, sp like there was even w the guys who were running like that little barbecue thing outside. They were running around handing flyers everyone. They're like, oh, best barbecue in Fresno and yeah. all this stuff like that. You know, like it was it's a cool. big deal. So, you know, uh, you know, I, I hope it grows. I hope Same. it continues to grow. But, you know, the secret to growing any event is just to keep running it and just to keep having people come back and saying they had a good time there. So, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. All righty. That's it for results, I guess, huh? Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, well, then in that, in that case, let's take a break. And when we come back, let's talk about this fighting game player, <laughs> greatest of all time discussion. Sure. Who will it be? All right, welcome back to the show. So, fighting game player, greatest of all time. Here's, here's the issue. So, obviously, we're talking about this right after Winter Brawl. Mm -hmm, we just mm -hmm. discussed results for Winter Brawl. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking about this. Why is that? It's because a lot of people are talking about Sonic Fox now, right? Sonic Fox is being the greatest player of all time because he's so damn good at everything that he touches. He wins everything, and he's pretty much, uh, I mean, you know, I've often talked about natural talent versus, you know, hard work and stuff yeah. like that. And even players like 
Justin, like uh, Daigo, who seem like that they're super good. Chris G, who all seem like that they've just were natural. You know, all have stories about how they used to suck and just like people would beat the crap out of them and they'd have to work hard to to get there. Just recently, the Kemo Mochi or whatever the the Daigo tournament was announced. And uh, yeah, and uh, Daigo and uh, Tokido are going to be playing against each other in that in a first to 10. And Tokido in the interview clip is just like, oh man, you know, I've been practicing hard and doing all this stuff. So even Tokido's talking about how he has to work so hard. Sure. I feel like Sonic Fox is like the number one example of the guy who was just like born to play fighting games. Well, here, so the story of Sonic Fox, I think, is something that could only have happened kind of this deep into fighting games. Mm-hmm. It couldn't have happened 20 years ago because mm-hmm. his background is he grew up with a top fighting game player brother. Right. One of the best DOA players uh, for a long time. It's, it's Quigley, Quig- right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Quiggles. Quiggles, that's what um, it is. I'm thinking of Skullgirls Squiggly. Yeah, yes. sure. Okay. So, so he, he grew up in that kind of a household where, like, his older brother was super strong. And so, I, you know, they must have played thousands of hours together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thousands uh-huh, of hours uh-huh, together. Uh-huh. But it's, it's hard to have imagined that happening much earlier because fighting games weren't... In the start, nobody had an older brother who played fighting games because everybody was playing it for the first <laughs> time. And then... Uh, there weren't that many people playing. Yeah. And then, like, so finally, you got a situation where you have enough people playing that one of them has a younger brother, and then they play all the time, and the older brother's super good anyway. And um, that's, that's how Sonic Fox comes about. Like, yeah. I, I feel like there's, there's a ton of innate talent there. He's just a super smart fellow. Like, he's, he catches on to things very quickly. Mm-hmm. He, he, there's clearly a lot of natural talent. But then on top of that, he had his... You know, ten thousand hours that it takes to become an expert in something. By the time he was like thirteen. Right, right. By the way, your microphone keeps rubbing against your oh. shirt. Okay. Sorry, it keeps making little. I see. Noises. Okay. Um, so, I, so that's that's Sonic Fox. I don't think it's just that he's naturally talented. It's that it happened. Yeah, yeah. Like he he put in the work in different ways. Justin started playing in the arcades at a certain age. Mm-hmm. He didn't have like this older brother figure, right? And he didn't have training mode, <clears throat> right? And he didn't so, have all this. Knowledge. So there's, yeah. there, it's hard to imagine somebody like Sonic Fox coming about in in previous generations. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I mean, even when I sit here and say that I feel like he's naturally talented, I'm kind of, I'm being a little cheeky about that because. It's a very obvious that the man puts in practice, right? He does. I mean, what was the one time that he didn't succeed was when he lost in the in the E League for Injustice Justice yeah. because he was playing too much Marvel because he wasn't practicing enough Injustice, right? So obviously the guy does put in work and everything like that. I'm not going to say that the guy is just like sitting there and wins come for free for him, no, but but not that expensively, at right? This point. Yeah, but the one thing that I will say though is. Do I consider Sonic Fox the greatest of all time? No. So here's... so okay. No, no. To me, there are two aspects of this. And it's the same that you always get in a greatest of all time discussion. Okay, okay. Well, one is you, you judge a player by his competition at the time, mm-hmm, right? That's mm-hmm. one aspect of it. Mm-hmm. On the other aspect of it is if in Fantasyland, somebody from X time and place were to play against somebody else from Y time and place... Which one would win, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel that Sonic Fox, in if you put him into like almost any other time and place, mm-hmm. he would just eat everybody alive. That he okay. would for sure destroy everybody. But like I said, I think it's very difficult to um, at the same time to to do that because it's hard to have imagined him growing, him becoming him. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. previous uh-huh, eras. Uh-huh. 
Because, like, if you gave someone else what Sonic Fox has right now, who was a top player back in the day, like, let's say John Choi grew up in an age where fighting game, you could, you could pay for your college with fighting games. Right. And, you know, and he had a, 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 an older sibling that was also training him, or, and he had training mode. John Choi would probably be as good as Sonic Fox is right now. There's, it's maybe, for sure. Right. So it's, it's tough to say. It's tough to say. Like, I honestly think if someone like Tomo Ohiro was born today, for example, like, he would just be ridiculous. Because having been a person who has seen Tomo actually play, and back then seeing what he's done and me going, how does he do this? And now that I'm older, I'm like, I know exactly how he's doing it. But he was doing stuff that we're talking about as strategies now, like 20 years later back then. He was right. 20 years ahead of his time already. He was like 15, 10 years ahead of his time. Right. right. So he was already doing all that kind of stuff. If he was born in this environment, if he was the same age as Sonic Fox, he would probably be as good as Sonic Fox is. You know? I, I think that's very unlikely. And mm -hmm. the reason is that I think that at some point it's a numbers game. And it's possible that somebody who is in a group of 10 is the best of this group right. of 10 yeah, yeah, is yeah. as uh -huh. talented as the best of a group of 1,000. Mm -hmm, possible. Mm -hmm. Pretty unlikely. Mm -hmm. Right? So Sonic Fox has to be in a situation where tournaments have 1,000 people or 500 people. Right, right. And that, I just feel like the best of that is probably more talented naturally than somebody of uh, a group of 10. Right. I mean... So. It's hard to know for sure, probability but Probability-wise, for sure, for sure. But... Tomo was already that much better than everybody else. I like he seems nobody like a very good was giving him any sort of competition at all back then. You know, he was super, super good. So if he was born in this time, he would have that same kind of exposure, that many people to play against, and I think he would be one of the best right now. I really honestly do. Seems very so. unlikely to me, but no, <laughs> um, so again, so for the, the greatest of all time discussion, there's there's this side that you can't answer. Mm -hmm, which is mm -hmm. if you take person from X time and play a person from Y time, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wh what happens? Right. Who knows? Um, my uh, opinion is that Sonic Fox is, is maybe that guy who could beat anybody from at any time. Mm -hmm. But it, I don't know. So I feel like what's, what's more concrete is uh, who dominated their time mm -hmm. and their place, like against the actual people who were there. Yes. Um, so, so when I when I when I talk about the greatest fighting game player of all time, there are those two sides. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's they're they're not the the the, the other thing is is that it's possible that like the second best player of a certain game and time is maybe like the third greatest player ever based on uh, the. Um, Sort of like who would beat whom in in what oh, time? Right. Like maybe his maybe the first place uh -huh. guy was actually the best player ever. Mm -hmm. So the second place guy in that scene is like super good still, but <laughs> you know he's not dominating and right. winning everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's a it's a hard decision to kind of suss out, but you know it's one that. I don't know. I've been doing in sports yeah, since I was I mean, a baby. Every, so. This is why everybody <laughs> talks about it because everybody yeah. likes to have these debates. Yeah. You know, having said that, none of the people that we've talked about here yet is my pick for greatest of all time. Well, we haven't really mentioned that many people. Right, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I think for both of us, it's Tokido. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. no, I, I, Tokido, so the reason is that Tokido has done it over two decades mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in every genre, <laughs> in a bunch of different games. Um, and he's done it 
at the highest possible level against the best competition. Yep. And, and, and he's done it in the small pond and he's done it in the big ocean. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? So he won a giant 2,500-man Street Fighter V tournament. And he also won CVS2 back in 2002. Yeah, and, you and, know. and in both of those cases, he's playing like the biggest game of the time, mm -hmm. or maybe like top two or three, depending for right. CVS2. Um, uh -huh. So that's, that's like the most impressive thing to me is if somebody can, can win in the biggest games over a long period of time in a bunch of different games. Yes. For me, that's the person who most exemplifies that is Tokido. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think Tokido is... Uh, for the longest time, uh, the, 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 the names that I always had in the list, the, like maybe five years ago, the three names that I always had in the list were Tokido, Ryan Hart, and Justin Wong. Those were the three main ones. But since then, like Ryan Hart, obviously, he's gone more on the, the presentation yeah. side of kind of things. Justin hasn't been able to quite, you know, like he's not having the same success as Tokido is having in Street Fighter, for example. And so I feel like right now Tokido has just kind of vaulted himself into the lead. Now, having said that, Ryan Hart, Justin, still in the conversation right well, there. Well, because they're, they're the players who exemplify the how well did you do against the actual players of your actual place right. of time. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. both were super successful. Right. Um, as well as Daigo, for example. Of course. But the, the reason that, that Tokido gets the ultimate nod for me is that he did that in more times oh, yeah, and yeah, more yeah. places uh -huh, than, uh -huh. than anybody else. So. Right, right. So, yeah, I think, I think he's the best. Now, I mean, there's an interesting... So someone in the chat, so Jose Ramirez says that the real GOAT is Daigo. He's the only one you can name as the face of the fighting games. That's a different criteria. Right. That's a different criteria. If you wanted to pick one guy to, like, launch to a foreign planet to be the ambassador of, of fighting games. Yeah, Daigo is going to be the one that you're going to send because he, he's the most well-known. He's and, the most famous. Right, he's the most famous, right? Probably the easiest yeah. way to put it. Yeah, uh -huh, exactly. But um, I think Tokido is still up there. But he, I think that there's a new crop as well, right? Yeah. Sonic Fox is leading that crop okay. for sure, right? Okay. So he's... I mean, if we had to name five players... Greatest fighting game players of all time. Sonic Fox is already in that conversation. He probably is, yeah. He can't not be, right? Yeah. He can't not be. He's already automatically there. I think Chris G is also there I'm with as you on well. That. Yeah, Chris is right. On that. And I think one of the people that I started naming a lot on, on on Twitter that I haven't seen a lot of other people talk about, honestly, is Goichi. I really think he's the sense. Japanese Sonic Fox. Sure. Why not? Yeah, I mean, he's done super strong in a bunch of different games. I mean, he's been playing all the anime games forever. He was one of the best in Melty Blood. He was one of the best in Aquapaza. And you remember that, I think it was final round when Pokin just came out. He just randomly showed up and was like, oh, Pokin. And he got first place yeah. in Pokin. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's one of the best in Street Fighter. And he's winning everything in Dragon Ball in Japan right now. So I actually think Goichi's kind of like the Japanese Sonic Fox. And I'm not saying that just to hype this, the rivalry between them up right now, because that's sick, by by the way, that it just worked out for those two guys to do that. But, I mean, I really think Goichi might be in that conversation as well as one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, that, that makes some sense to me. Where, where I... Um, so, where I begin to be a little bit questioning as to whether somebody is the greatest of all time mm -hmm, is, mm -hmm. is when their game and their time was, like, too small. So that's, like, part of why I question Tomo. Right, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. there were... Uh -huh, uh -huh. Almost nobody was playing comparatively. Right. Um, and it's, it's part of why people aren't mentioning Perfect Legend as much as other people. Right, yeah, Perfect yeah, Legend yeah. 
he won two Mortal Kombat 9 Evos, and he mm -hmm. won Dead or Alive Evo, which mm -hmm. is very impressive. And he definitely, if you know, if we're just talking about winning, winning in a place and time, he needs to be among the greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. But if you're, it's it's just so difficult to compare those games to yeah. people who yeah. dominated in other games because not that many yeah. people were playing them. I, I think I think one of the hardest things about, I mean, this is just me personally. But about he the, needs to be up there in that conversation, right. nevertheless. With the with the Tomo situation, though, is that man. There were a lot of people playing Street Fighter 2 back oh, yeah, then. Everybody saw there it. was cool. a lot. No, see, that's the thing. I disagree with that. I well, I, I wasn't around, do so disagree. I don't know. Yeah. I actually disagree with that because the amount. It was at a point where you could not go to an arcade and everybody didn't know the top strategies. I went to random ass video store in BFE and like everybody was already playing at the highest level of strategy. You know what I mean? It was like you could not avoid that. Yeah. Because the thing that made that era so strong was that there were no other fighting games to play. Sure, sure. <laughs> so everybody had to play that. So everybody had to play that. So, yeah. I don't know, buddy. Dude, I feel, I feel I feel like it's like it's like people <laughs> being like some late 1800s baseball player was like the greatest because... Oh, you only had baseball at the time, but you know there were a thousand people yeah, were playing baseball. Yeah, but Come on. it's the reason why it's a little different is because if we've been playing Street Fighter Two this whole entire time, maybe it's a little different. But we keep changing games and things yeah. like that, right? So I mean, at the time, that's the thing is that that was such a golden era. There were so many strong players back then. You know what I mean? Like everybody was playing this game. It was, it was. Like, like, for example, if we had a bunch of people picking up Pac-Man right now, right now, today, in a, and started playing it, would they be better than the Pac-Man players from back then? Uh, if there were the same number of people playing, probably about the same. Right. They would be about the same, yeah. right? But that's the thing is back then, everybody was playing Pac-Man so that the number of people, sure. the, the probability, like you said, is good. And in Street Fighter Two. Everybody was playing that game. Like, I mean, yeah, that's true. Everybody was playing you. that game, dude. I can't, I can't. I just don't believe it. <laughs> I can, I can, dude. It's true. It's true. Trust well, I, me. I, well, I know lots of people were playing. I, I mean, uh, I get that. Uh, yeah, I just, I think that the the sort of number and times of people, it's very hard to to compare. Yeah. But I think if he was in in this scenario, if he was born and raised in this age. He would be as strong as anybody else. So, I, who knows, like buddy? I said, from what I've seen. Who knows? Seen, who so. knows? <laughs> uh, I think. I think the maybe biggest reason that I th think that is that those players didn't end up keeping up with players from later in the '90s, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. let alone players in the zeros, let alone players now. Well, Tomo also retired. On top, of course, right? So. He retired early, but but the players that. I, I was not not a lot of them kept playing. Mm -hmm. I get it, but the players that did keep playing were outclassed by the late '90s, almost all of them. Right? I mean, right? Like, like, like Watson and Schaefer and yeah, but they were all still really relevant around that time, and they hadn't uh, yeah. played, and they weren't keeping up as much. No, as they're very else, talented right? players. I mean, so, I played against Watts. I, right, I know he's yeah, really good. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I just think that that's it's like an indicator that. Each era beats the players of the previous era, yeah. with only a few exceptions ever. Yeah, but I mean, let's just put it this way. Even if, let's just say, we go into a fighting game slump, let's say the bubble bursts. Yeah. 
and uh, five years, 10 years down the line, we are at a point where we have less players. Yeah. Those players would probably be beating Chris G and Sonic Fox and all these guys right now. They would probably be beating them. It's just it's just age and just youth and that kind of true. situation. You know what I mean? That yeah. I honestly that's I, I think that's the case. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that's true. There there are there are players like Tokido who's been doing it for twenty right. years. But Tokido's very rare, right? Sure, he, but that's I think, why he is But the rarity of him I think is that he had the skills that were so strong early on that are mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that doesn't say that they were strong enough early on that they're still relevant now right rather than it being a case of he's he was very strong and he's degraded because he's gotten older but he's still good it's more like his skills at the time when he was young were already really really high and so he's kind of kept level and everybody else has gone up rather than him going down and, and sort of right, catching up with but i mean that's the exact argument that i have for tobo though that's the exact argument I have him. He was that much better than everyone else, ah, and yes, everyone of course. was catching for up sure, to him. For sure, for right? sure. But so. but the so again, it's not that I think it's impossible that Tomo could right. could do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just really unlikely. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Sonic Fox is really good. Um, I don't I don't think that he so. I think it's tough to proclaim somebody the best player in an era if they're not playing the games that are most played. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. I, and, you know, the, the NRS head in me thinks this is kind of dumb to say, but people who aren't winning in Street Fighter, which is the biggest game in the world, mm-hmm. um, it's not as hard. It's hard. Right. Certainly the NRS scene is way better than it used to be. But it's not as hard. So if, if he were to win in Street Fighter, then I feel like it's a closed contest. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. but that's nothing to do with Street Fighter itself. It's not like innate to the game or the series. It's right. just that it's the most commonly played uh, game. The thing about it is if Sonic Fox wanted to dedicate himself to Street Fighter, he'd be winning that too. I think that's very likely, <laughs> to be honest. If he really wanted to play Street Fighter, he'd be winning that. I think well. I think you're right. I but mean, it's hard I just think it's hard to say the that. One brief moment he did at the beginning of Street Fighter Five. He right. played Fong, who was right. a terrible character, he got top three at final round. Granted it was the first tournament, but he was also using a bad character. If right. he was using a fine character. No, I mean he, for sure, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's likely uh-huh. that he would do really well, but uh, mm-hmm. he just has hasn't actually done it so that's right. I feel like that's the only thing that's being left off of his resume he doesn't need to do it you know he right, plays games right. he enjoys and he doesn't enjoy some games so right. that's cool I but, think he did get seventh by the oh, way oh was it seventh okay yeah. okay yeah but again I think Tokido's up there I even think it's also a disservice not to mention guys like Sako and Nuki dude for sure right. for sure you gotta uh-huh. mention them I feel like you gotta mention Fudo right uh, who won Evo in Street Fighter and was one of the best Virtual Fighter players ever he's also the best at that gun strata game oh that's right yeah we heard about that yeah <laughs> random yeah, yeah. uh uh-huh. exactly yeah so. I feel like you gotta put somebody like Haitani up there for longevity mm-hmm. and strength mm-hmm. in, in a bunch of different games Oh, Olaf, I wish you weren't, wasn't you the one having to say that, but that's just not true. What? There, nobody enjoys Street Fighter Oh, definitely Five. not true. Definitely yeah. not true. In fact, I was just talking to SD Panoy, and he's like, man, I don't know why everyone's, everyone hates this game. He's like, I love this game. I enjoy the game. He's like, yeah. I like it more than Street Fighter Four. Well, I am with him on that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I wish it wasn't Olaf who said that, dude. Ugh, come on. You know, you know that's not true. You know that's not true, dude. Yeah, definitely Ricky is in that conversation. 
for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricky's in that conversation as well. Yeah. So. I mean, R Ricky is somebody who, who also has a ton of success over many, many years. She got second place at Capcom mm -hmm, Cup, mm -hmm. like, yeah, last year. Right. So mm -hmm. she, 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 over 20, almost 20 years, has also been top in, right. you know, Street Fighter and CBS2 and Marvel 2, and she was a good Tekken player for a while, and yeah. Dude, Vi, how is Vi not even Vi, for sure, in that He's conversation. He's a Tekken champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a Tekken dude. champion. He beat the Korean guy at that time. And the Korean guy got mad, <laughs> and uh, according to Gerald, came back and then just whooped Alex like crazy in like a first to ten afterwards or something like that. But yeah. you know, Vi was also our MVC two champion for a while until That's Ricky right. beat him That's actually. Right. But Vi has been like ridiculous at every game. So for sure, he, man. And, and and he's still schooling people right now, right? He's Even, still he's very talented. Yeah, he's very talented. And, and like when he's playing a Wednesday night fights, like you know, if he wasn't running events and and and, and he was dedicating himself to playing, he would actually be beating a lot sure. of those guys more consistently. Totally agree. But like a lot of those guys in SoCal are like Snake Eyes. All those guys are good because of Vi, because Vi is teaching him Cute. the right things and stuff like that. So Vi, again, a lot of people don't realize that Justin was Vi was Justin before Justin. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. he was the Justin before then. So for sure, yeah. Uh, you got to look at infiltration. Yes, um, infiltration. Who, so among like the this generation, I saw Alex's tweet. I think of this generation mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that infiltration and Sonic Fox are probably like number one and two. But mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, whatever. I think that they're, it's like, sort of like them, Chris G, maybe Goichi, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, infiltration dominated so strongly in 2012 and then dominated Cross Tekken mm -hmm. as long as that game was out and then dominated the first half of <laughs> the first season of SF5 and then came back and, and uh, took some time off and then came back and won Evo Japan. Right. So, yeah. He's not back yet, though, no, according, to, according to Infiltration. But, the, so. but the, the fact that he's doing that in the most played games in the world it lends, I think, big credence to, to his, uh, his rating. Yeah. Sien, obviously, Kazunoko, those are all great players. But, uh, yeah. Um, what's interesting is that there's not a lot of these players who have also had success in Tekken. Well, yeah. 3D crossover. That's why. That's, relatively that's rare. actually why I have Ryan Hart in there because yeah. he won an Evo, that's right? And then he's defeated Daigo in several Street Fighter Four tournaments. Sure. And then Tokido, of course, he won. He's won Soul Calibur tournaments. He's won. He's placed high in Tekken tournaments. Yep. So yeah, that, that took for me. It's Tokido or nothing, pretty much. I think Tokido's number one. Yeah. I'm with you, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, I mean, there's just too many people who are saying these things, like arguing about Street Fighter V's popularity. I always said if people are playing Street, Fi if playing Street Fighter V for money, they should have been playing Injustice this entire whole time because the field is smaller. Yeah. And you could, there's obviously a ton of money there. Sonic Fox has made, like, what, $300,000 off of that, right? Part of that money could have gone to somebody else. If people were only playing Street Fighter for money, they would also be playing... Injustice right now. Yeah, like it's it's a silly argument to say that people are only playing it because they're used to it or for the money. I like agree. there's a this, this many people would not still be playing it 
if they didn't enjoy it in some way. And the thing about it is everyone's like, well, all the top players complain about it. Dude, you should have seen all the top players during CVS 2 and Third Strike days. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, people were crying about those get that game forever. I SF4 think, as well. Yeah, I think the only game where top players weren't crying about cheap stuff was Marvel 2. Because That's everyone, right, yeah. everyone used the cheap stuff. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there was at the start of it, but midway through, it was just like, whatever. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So... <clears throat> So anyway, when it comes to greatest of all time, I feel like you have to identify which one you're talking about. You're talking about the, pre- the players who did the best versus their competition mm-hmm. at their time, mm-hmm. um, taking into account the fact that that needs to have been a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It, c- it can't be a small scene. I think I was the best arm Joe player in the world for a while. For what? Exactly the point. <laughs> no, nobody knows what arm Joe is. It's a terrible game. But uh, nobody played it, so okay, who cares? Okay, okay. Uh, I came up with a ton of tech for that game, but it doesn't literally doesn't matter. Which game? Is this the the there was that it's one? It's the Lay Miserable game. Oh there was a Lay Miserable fighting game? <laughs> yes, there was. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh God. Uh, but the the point is that I can't I can't toot my own horn about that, right? Like who cares if I was the best of five people in the world? Right. Yeah, so yeah. so it's there has to be some like mm-hmm, base mm-hmm, amount mm-hmm. of players. Right. Who dominated that scene at that time? Or, secondarily, are you talking about who would beat who else in fantasy battle over space and time? Right. right. And again, it's the whole the whole thing that sucks about that is that everybody was born in different environments, right? So yeah. it's like, even if you, like, let's say the answer to that question would be different if you took someone from the 90s and put them into 2000s. Like, let's say you took player A from the 90s warped him into the 2000, like into 2010, and played against player B. Or if you took player B from 2010 and warped them back into the 90s to play player A, those two would produce completely different results. You know what I mean? Like, just based off of the technology sure. and how the environment that they were born in and stuff like sure. that. Sure. So I, I feel like you take somebody who gets out of pools at Evo today, and if you just directly translate them to like 1998, they're like mm-hmm. the best player in the country. Right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, hard to hard to compare right, with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's that's like a thing that you have to say when you're having this conversation. Which one are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of the conversations that I see people having, they're just talking past each other on right. this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just you know this this player was so good at the time, and somebody else is like, well, he would lose to X or Y. That's not no, that's, those are different conversations. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. So. so. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in either case, well. It's probably Tokido. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the, in the first well, one. The nice thing about Tokido is he's the only one who's done well back then and now. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously other players have done well, but he won Evo 17 years apart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. 16 I mean, years apart? I don't mean 16. doing well. I mean being the on best. top. Yeah. On top. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely so. agree, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's a fun topic to talk about, so... It would be cool if Combo Fiend still played seriously. That would be cool. I mean, there's always rumors of him wanting to come back, right? Well, to bring back the Combatorium and stuff like that. That would be so cool. Yeah, that would be sick. Because he, he should be in the conversation, too. I, I actually am mad at myself that I haven't named him in any of the social media conversations or anything that I've forgotten about Combo Fiend too, just because he's disappeared out of our consciousness because he's taken on a different role. Right. But honestly, he should be up there too because yeah. he was one of the best at MVC2 and Guilty Gear and CVS2 and Third Strike. 
I remember him like picking time. up KOF 13 and he won some tournament. Yeah. He, just had, he had no history with KOF. But he Dude, was when like, Exert, fun. When he Exert came out, he got top eight at an event with Axel. Okay. You know? <laughs> He's still super good. He's yeah. still super good. So. Well, I hope he does come back. If he tweeted about wanting to come back, that'd yeah. be awesome to see it. Okay. He does work at Marvel. Yes, he does. That's true. All righty. Jump to the other side. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. Uh, so, them's fighting herds. Yes. It's out. It's out. Well, at least there's like a pre-access, whatever. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, it's, not, uh-huh. it's not finished. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's, that's, how, that's the life cycle of a game on Steam. It comes out, yeah. don't expect it to be like the final. It's still going to be finished. tweaked and, and, yeah. and polished as it goes And on. there are some animations that are in the game that are clearly mm-hmm. just, you know, placeholder animations. Right, right. Um, it's cheap. It's fourteen ninety nine, and if you already have Skullgirls on Steam... It's twenty five percent off. Oh really? Yeah. Oh dang, nice. Okay, okay. I mean, I I, I got it just because I have backed the Kickstarter, so I have. Ooh, there, you uh, go. there you go. So there you go. I just don't have a convenient place to play it right now, so because I don't have oh, my PC upstairs. Right, yeah. right. Well, I do. Right. <laughs> uh, and I played it today for about an hour, mm-hmm. and um, what was really nice is I played it while streaming, and people gave me a bunch of tips into what oh, different cool. characters do. Oh, cool. Okay, 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 cool. And cool, that kind cool. of thing. So mm-hmm. I have to tell you, it's a very interesting, complex game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the characters have really interesting options. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very unique from each other, very distinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a very pretty game. I mean, it uses the Skullgirls engine, so the dynamic lighting is there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it looks uh-huh. great. Um, the art style is, I think, really good for what it is. You know, it's. Supposed to be like little animals and stuff, right? Right. right. And some of them are really, uh, really well done. Like the one that is the <laughs> the, the puppet character. Um, now I don't remember the name. Something with a P, but like she's really afraid constantly, and like a lot of her, her animations are like her like swinging out, and she, then she covers her face because she's afraid, right? right like yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, really, uh-huh. really, really. Well Dude, the done. sprite work is super good on there. It really is. And like my favorite thing is honestly their idol animation. Palm is her name. That the their ears twitch. Oh, really? Like oh, I didn't they're, they're, they're sitting there and they just go... And I'm just like, oh, that's so cool. Like, that's my favorite thing. But um, uh, they also have... a really pretty game. There's, there's really that dynamic sound thing. Mm-hmm. So whichever character is winning, yes. their like, theme is predominant, which is a very, very cool idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the training mode is, is like Skullgirls training mode. Right. Very, everything is there. Every mm-hmm. off- hit, hit boxes, like frame data, right. uh, recording is there. And on top of that, they also have... This is super cool. They have combo, uh, like a combo display kind of thing. Like it shows you different combos, um, combo trials. Okay, okay. And this is in training mode. You don't have to go to a separate place for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So combo trials are in the game, and you can watch them too to mm-hmm, see what, they're, mm-hmm. what they look like. But then you can also record your own combo and upload it to everybody else so that they can try your oh, combo. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so you can, you can okay, download okay. somebody else's combo trial. Right. Okay. So, you, okay. so it can always be relevant. Right. And like each, if you, if you want to co- say that the combos that are not in the game are not the optimal combos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. somebody can upload whatever the optimal combo is, and, and then you can download it and you right. can learn it like that. That's yeah, I heard, so smart. I heard they even have like a break the targets trial that's unique for every character. I heard that too. I didn't didn't check it out, but I okay. have also heard okay. that. But I think I think those are super interesting ideas. Um, the online lobby system is hilarious. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, so it's it's a little bit like an Arxis game in the sense that you're in a lobby and you're walking around this physical space. Okay, okay. But uh, it's it's like a little bit more complex than that. It looks just like 
an old game like you know Secret of Mana or whatever, like mm -hmm, that kind of style, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, where you 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 can like walk behind a waterfall and there's like a secret area. Oh there, yeah, and there's like uh -huh. a mountain that you're walking across and. Uh, you can you can put on you can put on little outfits for your for your characters and switch which character represents you. Well, some of the outfits that you can get are like Guilty Gear outfits yeah. too. You can get like Guilty Gear Blaze Blue and Skullgirls outfits. Like you can literally turn your your your, your character into a uh, into Soul and Kai. I think it's I think it's great. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, it does. It's like what Arxis does. It's like a very mm -hmm. Arxis inspired mm -hmm. idea. But they do. It's a very interesting uh, take on it. Um, yeah. They call it a pixel lobby because it basically looks like an old like 16-bit game. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too because the, there's a I don't know the the game systems enough yet. Like when I was doing combos, they would start flashing pink like in Skullgirls, but I wasn't sure if that was right. an infinite prevention system. That's that's when gravity kicks in in a combo. Oh, they so, just tell you when gravity kicks in. That's cool. Yeah. That's when gravity kicks in. That's actually there's actually really there's a little sick. bar under the life bar uh -huh. that will show you when gravity is kicking in. Like it, once it reaches the maximum. Oh, okay. See, part of me was thinking that it was a you're getting late in the combo kind yeah. of thing. And okay, okay. But that once once gravity is, is there, it doesn't mean that the combo's over. It just means that like it's not going to last as long, right? They, they, and you have to change it up, right. and what you're doing the same juggles won't work right. anymore and stuff like. But the combo system is super deep. The combo yeah, system, is. there's a lot of things that you can do. It's very open. Right. There's a lot of different things that you can do. So, I'm actually excited for this game right now. Dude, so, uh, the so back to the characters, they they're very interesting and, and again very unique. Heavily inspired, I think, by some characters in other games. Like there's a zoner that really feels like new to me. Uh, there's uh, uh. there's like a a character that has a bunch of traps and mobility with teleports and stuff, but also has like Shadow Labyrinth partner character. Uh, Do the character with new? Are you talking about the reindeer with the icicles and stuff yes. like that? Because she also has Rachel Wind. She can she has suck you too. in and push you away and stuff like that too. Yeah, yep. it's very Blaze Blue. There's A B C and then there's like the drive button essentially, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you got like. There's like a rushdown character with, who still has full screen options. Uh, there's a character with a command grab and also kind of Fausty in that she tosses out items that she can eat to either gain <laughs> health or light or uh, uh -huh. meter back. Um, but also has like uh, MK style teleport, like rain teleport, oh, just like you're okay, all of a sudden okay. you're there. I heard like animation wise like there's I think it's the llama or the sheep or whatever it is yeah. but like while they're attacking you like they literally knit you a sweater like their attacks like become sweaters and stuff like that yeah there's uh, it was the llama <laughs> it well, is the llama oh, okay okay yeah. okay yeah, uh, nice. she has a it's just like Ford Ford heavy 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 it's just uh -huh, a chain uh -huh, like uh -huh. it's called something shirt I forget what the oh, name of the chain is okay, but it, like she okay, makes you okay. a shirt and it gives nice, it to you nice nice yeah. okay yeah so really really interesting ideas there's only six characters for it now, but obviously it's still in production, and some of the animations are clearly placeholders. But it's it's a super interesting foundation. Right, uh, Commander Pepper, uh, Melty Blood did make it into Evo one time, so and uh, definitely it is possible that an indie game can make it there. If there's enough players in it, there's no reason why Evo wouldn't put it in the game. Yeah. So put it in the tournament. Right. So, yeah. I highly recommend checking it out. Really, I think it's a, I think it's a very interesting, very yeah, well done game. It's only on PC. It's only on Steam right now. So you can check that out over there. It's nice too because in the lobby, since everybody is on PC, mm -hmm. you can just type. You can actually like use oh, it like an actual chat right, form. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Nice. 
Yeah, no, I, I recommend <laughs> it. Check it out. <laughs> MVCI is not not an indie game. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, Sonic Fox, I heard, actually helped with the balance testing on the game. Wow. Okay. That's yeah, cool. I actually heard they hired him to help him with some Smart. character designs and stuff. He's like really that. good at uh, identifying wild stuff. So, I mean, if you guys don't know the history of this game, just to give people a little bit of background history. I mean, it, it definitely started as My Little Pony, the fighting game. And in fact, like even the, the cow character with the, with the lasso and everything like that, one of the characters in MLP Fighting is Magic, had that move. And so they were just making this game. It looked really nice. And then obviously Hasbro was like, uh, you guys can't do this anymore because they wanted to, I think they started trying to do a Kickstarter or something like that. But Hasbro came in, cease and desisted. But Lauren Faust, the person who created the new My Little Pony franchise, right? Not the 80s one that we know, but the new one um, was like, but we don't, like their intention wasn't to like shut it down, like stop. They were like, we're sorry, you can't do this. So Lauren Faust, that cr the creator of My Little Pony came and created all these characters for them. So like the character designs are literally from the, the, that original creator. Yeah. And then they went from there. So. And they're not all ponies, in fact, are any of them ponies? No, none of them are ponies. Yeah. There's not a single horse in there right now, yeah. right? It's it's literally a cow, a reindeer, a llama. Um, there's a sheep. There's a sheep, yeah. Uh, I don't think any of them are horses at all. The, so. the, funny, the funny one, the puppet, the puppet character, Palm, she uh, is the sheep. Right? She's the one that's scared all the oh, time. Okay, okay. But uh, she, uh, she has all these dogs. So, like, rather than... The dog having a bunch of sheep, like in an actual, uh, uh, the sheep has a bunch of dogs and like tells them where to go. <laughs> <laughs> She's a dog herder? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. That's actually kind of, yeah. oh yeah, a dragon horse and a unicorn. Right. Yeah, I actually really want to try the dragon the dragon just because it's it's Chinese, yeah, right? Tianhua is the name, yeah. so yeah. Uh -huh. Skyfire, I think, is what it is, so. But yeah, mm -hmm. I guess unicorn is kind of a horse, but not really. I would say no. I'd say it's not no. a horse. Okay. <laughs> cool game, cool game. Uh, I haven't had a chance to really sit down with it. At Send Cal Standoff, someone had it on a laptop, and I saw Tatsu messing around with the reindeer character, so that's the only character that I've messed with was the, was the reindeer so far. I haven't messed with any of the characters, but like I said, I would probably try Tianhua, who I heard actually has a command throw as well. So. Um, not, not really. It's it listed as a grab in the game, uh -huh. but it only works against airborne characters, uh, and you basically okay. use like launch into it as a okay. combo ender. Gotcha. So, okay. Not really. Okay. But yeah, it does work on laptops. I tried it on the old tablet here, and mm -hmm, it worked. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. If you want cool, a game cool. on the go, there nice, you go. Nice. Yeah. What a okay. slogan. Game on the go. There you right. go. Ha <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, them's, that's them's fighting herds. Definitely check that out. Do you want to take another break or do you want to just finish this off? No, just finish, I guess. Finish this off. All right, let's do this. However, I'm going to be eating. Okay. All right, so lots of interesting news, actually. Okay. Uh, lots of good stuff to talk about today. Um, some event news. We've already gone over the results of some stuff, but let's talk about some upcoming events. They just announced that E-League is doing a Tekken 7 event. That's right. Right, so now they're going to be doing a Tekken 7 event, which you told me was an actual one-day event. On E-League, they will space it out through four episodes. Right, on TV. But on stream, they will show it all, and that is going to be this weekend, right? right? So that is taking place this weekend. It's going to be in a team kind of format. So there are four captains, mm, okay. and then they like draft players. 
uh-huh. to have oh, like okay. a, a team okay. battle. Okay. Do we know what the teams are, or are they drafting it live? They'll there? be drafting oh, it there. Yeah, we only know the captains. Who are the captains? Uh, I don't remember. Okay, let me see if they list it here. They do. They definitely do on the E-League website. Okay, I'll also look on Tekken Gamer as well. Um, let's do this. Here we go. Let's see if I can list the captains. Do, 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 do. They do not list the captains here, so... Well, in any case, uh, I'm but sure... But it's like, it's like most of the players in North America that you would expect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's no... I think there's no Bronson, if I recall correctly. But that's probably because yeah. of Bronson, to be honest. So someone says that Fab, Anakin, Cuddlecore, and Pokechop are the captains? Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, here, there's a link that... Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. I thought that that was the one that I was looking at. Okay. I thought that was the one that I was looking... Oh, no, this is a different link. Okay. So, yeah, Cuddlecore, Anakin, NYC, Fab... And uh, Poke Chop are going to be the captains. I'm so glad Poke Chop oh, is there. I'm dude. so glad Poke so Chop's Poke there, Chop's dude. There. Holy crap. But the other players that they can draft are Jimmy J. Tran, Speed Kicks, Rickster, uh, Kawhi Face Miles, Peeling, Jackie Tran, Lil Majin, Brawl Pro, Joey Fury, Mateo Galvin, Cody, Spirogen, Shadow 28Z, or 20, or 20 yeah. Ounce, uh, NG Obscure, Way Gamble, and Incognito. There you go. So that's going to be this weekend. Uh, let's see. Twitch.tv slash TV yeah. is what it's going to be on this weekend. So definitely check that out. That's and then commentary be will be uh, most of the previous E-League commentary because they know Tech and Love. Right. It. Steve, Steve, Rip. Yeah, Steve, Steven, and Rip. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Mann will be joining. Yep. Which is good. I'm glad. Yes. Uh, speaking of Steve and Steve, uh, 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 last week I got to... Uh, do the Arc Live thing this week. They will be on Arc Live. Oh, and they're going to be talking about the new Guilty Gear patch oh. that's coming out on March first, I believe. Yeah, so the new patch is coming out on March March first. So there's actually going to be some new balance patches to Guilty Gear Exit Revelator Dang, coming out soon. All right. so, oh, that's today. I mean tomorrow. Wait, no, two what days. Day? Two, two Thursday. Days. Thursday. So I will definitely be uh, taking a look at that. So I will be taking a look at that and trying to get back and play some more Guilty Gear and see what we can come up with. So uh, they will be on that show. Uh, Arc Live will have its normal host again, which he was there the first week. P. Diddy is the... Uh, <laughs> couldn't make the second week, but yeah. he's there for the third week now, so he's the regular host there. So uh, they will be all on there, so they will be talking about that. That should be on uh, twitch.tv slash... Uh, uh, I think it's Arc Revo, I believe. No, not Arc it's Revo. Not Arc, Arc, yeah. Arc Works. Arc Works. My bad. Okay. So there you go. Or it's, Arc, it's either Arc Works or Arc System Works. I can't remember now. So uh, we talked about uh, April Annihilation. Uh, we talked about them fighting herds. So. Um, you know the Marvel community obviously doing as much as they can to keep this game as uh, you know hype as possible and everything and keep all the excitement alive for this game. Uh, one of the events that here in SoCal that uh, Dr. Snake Tits and Baba Ganoush have always put on was the Pasadena, Pasadena Regionals, which is always a high stakes Marvel tournament. Um, they are doing that again this year. It will be uh, before Evo, uh, if I'm not mistake, mistaken. Um, Yes, so it'll be July 28th through 29th 
and they will be playing Marvel Infinite and Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3 and Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, cool. So they're going to have all three games at the Pasadena Regionals. Again, it's usually a, a kind of like a high-stakes tournament where a bunch of people show up. It used to be at Dr. Snake Tits's house, and then they went to another venue, and it keeps growing year after year, but it is a Marvel-specific tournament. Is it still going to be high-stakes in the way it previously was? Might not be, yeah, it might not actually. Be. Might not be. Um, I'm not sure. I don't. Well, let's see. Registration for the event is now open. Oh, check it out. Is it a billion dollars? So, uh, how do you find out? On the left. On the left over here. Register. Should I just click on register yeah, see, now? Yeah, see what you got. Okay. Oh, uh, you got to do a whole spiel? Uh, well, it says subtotal zero dollars here. Uh, I think I have an account. <laughs> What the hell would my password be? For this <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Uh, oh, sweet. Oh, you nailed it. Uh, it says sub t t total zero. Yeah, just go. Continue. Oh, there we there go. There you go. $25 for each game. So it is fairly high stakes. Pretty high stakes. Pretty high stakes. So there you go. $25 for each game. So if I entered all three of them, it would be 75 Woohoo! There you go. Okay. He really clicked on all three of them. See what the what the tally was. I just want, dude. You know what? Honestly, <laughs> that was more. That was more OCD QA, like okay, kind right. of. I just wanted to click the buttons okay. kind of thing more than actually using it for Fair the enough. math. So, because I didn't even see what the total was at the bottom. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just clicking on them just to click on them. So, but that will be coming up soon. So, yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, new patch note for Dragon Ball coming out. Yes. Uh, but the patch notes don't really, it doesn't seem like they had a lot, any gameplay changes on there, really. Just a couple. So that Ginyu glitch where he gets a three, level three, is mm -hmm. going to go bye-bye. Okay. Yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so okay, there's that. Okay. And then the other important one is probably that you can't, if you snap somebody in, snap back. Oops, sorry, I just, there was okay? just spicier than I thought. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> if you snap somebody in, on the incoming, you can't cross them up. So they just get the whole back on incoming. Really? Yeah. So that whole Gotenks thing that Don, Don is doing won't work anymore. I believe that's accurate. Whoa, interesting. Okay, okay. Uh, Majin Buu does have that bug that he accidentally turns somebody else invisible. Uh, invincible, so uh, Android 18 fixed the bug. Voice mount synchronization, okay. Uh, Fix the bug that reversed the guard controls when a character is being changed by a dragon rush. Is that what it is? Yeah. Or Fix maybe the maybe bug it's that a bug. reversed the guard controls. Maybe then it would just like for some reason you had to block the wrong way to block it or something like that. I hmm. don't know. But I think that kind of sucks if if it mean, means that there's no more incoming mix-ups. Mm -hmm. Right, snapbacks are really strong in Dragon Ball because they're meterless. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but I don't like that they would make it so that there's no mix-up on incoming. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, or I don't know. Maybe you can still mix up with grab or not. Maybe you can, maybe you can do dragon, dragon rush or not. Right. A, lo a lot of see. people. I mean, another thing that they said, though, was that they are trying to fix the online as much as possible. I'm really, I mean, fighting games, man, it's so hard because the, the online makes or breaks a lot of these fighting games. 
people have talked about the, the numbers dropping on Steam. Now, that naturally happens no matter what for any game. This one might be in particular kind of harsh, but that's because one, there was that many more players, and two, the online wasn't great, right, at the start. But I do love the fact that the producer came out and was like, I'm sorry, the online's not good. We're fixing it. This is not gonna be perfect. We're gonna keep trying to fix it. I just appreciate the communication, yeah, you for know, sure. which is what a lot of people have complained about Capcom in the first place. That was the main thing, was that there was no communication about anything, right? And so the fact that the producer has come out and talked about the online for Dragon Ball, I think is really cool, and uh, I'm really happy about that. So I highly agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're also making it so that Piccolo's Super, you know, where he does all the little. Oh, yeah, yeah, things. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The explosion is way smaller, so you can actually see what's going on. Uh. So the mix ups are not quite as wild. But I mean, there's so many explosions where you can't see anything, so. I don't know why they did that. That's weird. Okay. That's very strange. Um, okay. New DLC characters, or. I'm sorry, not DLC characters, but new characters announced. Fighting EX Layer is set to release by the end of June eight, June 2018. And there are actual character trails now for three more characters, which is Cracker Jack, Blair, and Shadow Geist. And I don't know what the hell happened to Shadow Geist. Shadow Geist. Shadow Geist was, was basically the rival to Skullomania. Oh, I don't remember. He was Skullomania's rival, right? Because superhero, supervillain, I guess, sure. basically. Okay. But, I don't know if Shadow Geist was even evil or whatever, but anyway, there were rivals, and he looked like Skullman. He was a scrawny little dude. Now he's like super he's beefcake buff. status. I haven't dude. seen these trailers. Yeah, I haven't seen the trailers yet either, so I'm going to have to sit down and watch these at some point in time. But yeah, um, and, and then there was also a teaser image that was sent out that had uh, two shadows behind Shadow Geist, two silhouettes that looked like new characters, and apparently the producer was like, no one will guess who they are, but like some people have said one of them looks like Nanase. Um, which is the chick with the pole. There's the, another Nanase, oh, not okay, the one okay. from Uniel, not okay. the one from Uniel. So. Um, well, that was cool. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to that game uh, at least a little bit. I, I mean, don't know, I'll play a lot of the it. The hard part about I'll it is they've, all, they've said that they don't really have any intention of making yeah. it very balanced. That's the only downside of sure. the whole entire thing. So pull them. <laughs> so you need a bit of jail. <laughs> Put them kick. Oh, man. Oh, they can't even hear us, huh? Interesting. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, they're just saying that when the thing is playing, they can't hear us talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have to figure out how that works. I I need to figure out how to get that on XSplit to work better. So, uh, area, geez. Uh, Sharon, do they want Sharon? So, um, okay. All right. So that's an uh, announcement right there for Fighting EX Layer. But mm-hmm. they also announced that Ivy and Zasalamal are oh, yeah. in Soul Calibur Six. That's right. So brand new characters there. Ivy is looking well, as well-rounded as usual. Yeah. So yeah. And uh, Zasalamal, which other game was he in before? I don't remember which. Five or okay. something. Okay, yeah. because he's not a character that I'm particularly uh, familiar with. So yeah. Uh, but they were definitely uh, uh, added into the roster. So, yeah. Zasmasol. <laughs> what a name. Uh, Ivy, Ivy looks great. She, uh, I mean, you know, she's basically made out of a butt and boobs, but whatever. It's the character. She, she said well-rounded characters. Oh, very, very nicely done. <laughs> but 
yeah, she she looks like she always has, you know, range and some up close options. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool yeah. ideas. Okay, so uh, they are going to be in there, and then uh, new another character announcement. All character announcements coming out of nowhere. Oh, he's from three. My bad. Okay. okay. Hydern has been announced for KOF fourteen. Oh yeah, I missed so that. So Hydern is going to be added to KOF fourteen. Yes, they definitely have a Hydern picture here. I'm not going to try playing any trailers again because that obviously did not work out very well. No, no, no. There we go. So here we go. Hyder, right there. So he is also now included in there, I'm, which which I'm assuming is going to be the update that is also going to include that uh, the Saudi Arabian character as oh, yeah. well, right? So, um, but Hydern has been added. So um, That's Oswald awesome. Hydern and the other as of yet announced DLC character set to appear in April. You want to okay. go back to the Soul Calibur one and just get like a pick of it? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I didn't do that. It's a good call. Uh, so Ivy. Zasalabel. Yeah, so here's a picture of Ivy. Ivy's a cool character. I mean, I, I like how she plays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like how she plays. Right? That's right. Okay. There you go. There's Ivy. Uh, there's... Yeah, there's there's Ivy. That is definitely the well-rounded character. <laughs> and Zasamel, right? Zasalamel. There you go. Right there. So there you go. Those are the new characters being added to Soul Calibur. Yeah. Again, returning characters. But yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just uh, waiting for that big guy, that big axe. It's all. <laughs> come on, man. We still got the thing up, uh, by the way, showing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, MVCI has been announced that it's going to be on the Xbox Play Anywhere, which then means that you can play on the PC or on the Xbox, and it saves all the saves and everything like that everywhere for one price. Okay. You buy it on one, you buy it on all of them. It is on sale for $40 as well right now, so if you want to get into it, you can right now for $40. But nobody plays anything on the Xbox, so it's just like, you know, it's for the people who want to play it on PC, really. That's just all it comes right. down to. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, also, um, Astaroth, Fi yeah. Final Fantasy Dissidia, the Steelbox Brawler Edition is on sale right now on Amazon for 40 bucks right now. So if you want that. It's just one of the special editions that comes with, like, little art cards and stuff like that so it's the special edition one that was originally like sixty dollars or something like that but it's oh, okay. on sale right now for forty dollars oh awesome pick that up uh, let me see if i got that right uh yeah it's forty dollars right now it's um yeah off of six so it's it's basically one third off right, right now. so check that Rad. out if you want to okay. grab that uh, i know some people have been picking up that game i forgot who i was talking to they're like yo this game is actually really sick um who was it that i was talking to uh, I can't remember now. I can't remember now. But in any case, uh, the Score Esports just did a little video on Justin Wong Ooh. Uh, on basically his uh, uh, history. Let's see if I can get this in here. The history of Justin Wong. So uh, they did a little video on him right here that basically just talks about his history. Uh, they talked to me about that a little bit, oh, so cool. you know, so I th I think I have a little part in there where I've talked about how he's probably going to go down as one of the greatest U.S. players of all time. There's right? No doubt so, about it. Yeah. So there you go. So check that out as well. 
And then uh, finally, uh, in the New York Times, oh yes, there was an article that showed up about Next Level. Uh, Nerd Josh was talking to us about this. Some guy was just there playing, and then Nerd Josh just started talking to him and like giving him advice, like telling him what was going on yeah. and everything like that. Just like that. randomly. Yeah, and then the guy was like, "So it turns out I'm writing an article for the New York Times." Right. And uh, they ended up uh, writing this article and. Um, in the New York Times, and yeah, uh, Nerd Josh's family got him a copy of it and everything like that, so he has it now. And uh, if you have a New York Times online subscription, definitely check that out. Um, if you have the actual New York Times itself, you can go and read that article in there. A lot of stuff about from Henry Sen and Nerd Josh uh, in there. So there you go. Also, it puts out the ages of all the players, which is hilarious. Really? Yeah. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Henry Sen. Yeah, Flash G. Oh, dang. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Washed up scrub, dude. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, uh, was I also in that video that you were just talking about with Justin? That's what people said. Oh, were you in it as I well? I have no okay. idea if I was in did it you, or not. Did you forget that you were interviewed for that? Yes. Awesome. Was I? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of stuff happens, all right? I don't know. Uh, Can't remember everything over here. Okay, okay. Also, there was a humble bundle of fighting games. Oh yeah, okay. Okay. Um, which ones? There was like Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue. I don't remember which else. Should I pull up? Humble yeah, can bundle? you? Can you just look it up? Humble bundle. So let's see here. Brawler. Brawler. It's right there. Oh, you're on it. Oh, okay. The mouse over. Let's see. Uh, Humble Brawler Bundle. This is a pay what you want. Uh, it comes with Guilty Gear Accent Core Plus R. Oh. Uh, Blaze. I don't even know which one. Some Blaze Blue. Uh, Blaze Blue Continuum Shift oh. Extend. Okay. And Skullgirls. Also. Uh, you can also, if you pay more than 561 on average, uh, you'll also get Arcana Heart 3 Love Max as well as Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Wow. It can help build, re, re, rebuild that scene sure, right there. Sure, sure. And then you sure. can pay $9 or more to also unlock Guilty Gear Exert Sign Rivals of Ether as well. So there you go. And then uh, if you want, you can also get 25% off them's Fighting Herds. You can get the Skullgirl soundtrack and uh, as well as uh, other such things. So there you go. Sick. Okay. I mean, that you know, it's kind of weird that like Sign is being, like why, why Sign? I don't know. I mean, that, that's, you know, Humble Bundles are often that kind of thing. It's right, just right, why. Right, right, Anyway, there's something you can do. Mm-hmm. One thing that I saw, speaking of Soul Calibur, is I really enjoyed the video, the gameplay videos that Ketchup and Mustard put oh, up. Oh, yeah, 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 um, okay, okay. They, they put up a bunch of videos of themselves playing Soul Calibur. And I don't think that they're like Soul Calibur experts or anything, but, you know, they played it back when like everybody else did. And um, it was cool to see. The game looks really fast, mm -hmm. very interesting. You know, those two guys are scientists anyway. Sure. So, that, you know, they're going to put out good content no matter what. So Yeah, yeah. no, it was, it was really good. Definitely check it out. Their YouTube is like... Something horrible like P and D K and M, something awful like that. <laughs> but uh, in any case, just search YouTube for like ketchup and mustard, Soul Caliber. You know, just find a lot of stuff there. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. I was in that video, huh? Okay. I guess you were in that video. There well, you know. well, well. 
the video, the MVCI combo video. Yes, uh, the Dante Must Die That was one. very cool. Uh, Wolverine Master released that one, but he got a bunch of different people to uh, help with that combo video. So definitely, it was all Power Stone combo videos that killed. And, and Dante. Yeah, and every single time it was Dante, they killed. <laughs> yeah, and, and the editing was really cool too, though. Like for each combo, when they activated Power Stone, it would say the name of the person who. Yeah, came up with it. Uh, like freeze. Like, and like, like in that in yeah, the uh-huh. lettering of yeah. uh, Power Stone. Yeah, it was very really cool. cool. It was really cool. So. Okay, cool. I started at 3 minutes and 29 seconds in the Justin Wong video. There you go. Well, I'll check it out. I'll load it up to 3 minutes and 29 seconds and see what I had to say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, What are you talking about, Curly? No, not the game Power Stone, but the actual in-game yeah, 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 Marvel yeah, uh-huh. Power Gemstone. When I t- when I retweeted it out, I actually wrote like, oh, it's like a Power Stone combo video. And I was like, I need to change the wording on this. Because <laughs> everyone's going to be like, man, I thought that was a power. It was going to be for Power Stone. So there you go. No. Yeah, sorry, ice lasers are bad. Well, anything else? What's going on? Uh, that's all I have for game news um that i that i have here so if there's anything else that you can think of anything else that you want to talk about you know i think that's about it talk about how tomo's the best player of all time no, just kidding probably not <laughs> probably not you know i don't you like honestly i don't think he would be the best player of all time i mean right now but i think he would be good and relevant well so. that, i'm with you on that yeah. that makes sense it's mm-hmm. easy enough mm-hmm. yeah um but honestly like one of the things that I do want to talk about, uh, you know, just is, you know, the, the sarcastic tweet that I put out about just enjoying all the different games. I mean, okay. I, I was even talking to somebody else about, like, I think that this might be the, 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 the peak of the FGC. I, I think that this is the greatest time for the fighting game community just because we have so many good games to play. Like, you go back even in the 90s when everybody was high on CVS 2 and Third Strike, one, they weren't high on those games. At the time, yeah. Yeah, and two, there were so many terrible fighting games out at that time. We had, mm. There was War Gods and all, how many Neo Geo terrible fighters out yeah. there and Mace the Dark Age, mm. Time Killers and all these like terrible yeah. fighting games out there and everything like that. I think we're in a great time and I think yeah. that all the games that we have are fantastic right now. Right. And I think that they're all, they're not necessarily the best version of that game. Like, I don't think Street Fighter V is the best Street Fighter, but then again, what is the best Street Fighter, right? Yeah, um, personal opinion, of course. Um, but we are in a time where all the games are really solid. They're all super fun. They're all super deep. I've seen... Uh, so what I hate right now is that every time someone wants to say anything good about DBZ, they say something bad about Marvel. And anytime someone wants to say anything bad about DBZ, they say something good about Marvel. It's like there's always this weird, like, you know, comparison thing. And I just don't think that that's necessary. It's definitely not necessary. Yeah. They're very different mm-hmm. games. But it's also not, it's not useful. You know, I don't know. I don't know who thinks that's a good point to get across. Mm-hmm. Like, why would that convince anybody to play or not play? Just let people play the games that they enjoy. You don't need to play games that you don't like, and you should play games that you do like. It's mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. Oh, pretty dude, easy so calculus. What do you think of this Sonic Fox Goichi thing? Oh yeah, uh, excellent. I'm so happy it's happening. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, how could you not? You know, it's those those guys have never been, well, at least not for a long period of time, not playing the same game, and yet they've dominated other genre, other mm-hmm, games mm-hmm. Uh, and subgenres. 
and that's uh, very cool. You know, they're super talented, the both of them, mm -hmm. and uh, you know. This is the best I part hope. about Dragon Ball right now is that it's yes. bringing all the communities together. Definitely. You know, a lot of people had talked about when Street Fighter came out, they're like, everyone's going to play that. Then when Marvel came out, remember when, when it first came out, everyone was talking about how like it was bringing all the communities together. Yeah. And then now Dragon Ball is actually doing, actually doing that. it. So yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah, many games in the past have seemed like they had the promise to do that. Mm -hmm. And you have conversations with people, like I remember... Marvel, Marvel's a good example. Mm -hmm. I had conversations with people from NRS scenes and anime and Street mm -hmm. Fighter and whatever. They all want, said that they wanted to play. Right. And then yeah, when yeah, the actual yeah. game actually released and I hit them up to play, they were like, maybe next week, you know, <laughs> et cetera. Dude, that's right? how it always but happens, dude. Always has happened. Mm -hmm. But now Dragon Ball, that's actually happening. Yeah. They actually are playing yeah. this different game. So that's awesome. Excellent. Anyways, um, the I mean, someone just said excellent Bill and Ted. Bill and voice. Ted. Um, the so here's a good question from her, her from Herb in the chat though. Who do you think would win? Who do you like? I like Sonic Fox. Yeah, it's hard not. <laughs> Maybe to. I'm a homer about it's it. It's hard I'll admit not it. to. It's hard not to. So, um, yeah, I'm, I think Sonic Fox is the favorite right now, for sure. For sure. For sure, huh? Especially after what he did to Chris G being sent to losers 2-0 by Chris G and then coming back and 6-0-ing him. Like, that's kind of nuts. Like, if he knows that this card is coming, he'll go watch all of Goichi's right. videos and that'll that'll probably be it. You think so, that's it, huh? Yeah. Dang. Prep time Fox? Prep time Fox is pretty scary. Dude. Fox man. Which, yeah. of course, is funny because he lost to Batman at the... Oh, dang. Yeah, so... <clears throat> There you go. But I, I do. Th it wasn't a surprise to me that Chris G did as well as he did at Winter Brawl. No. He had he did really well at the um, Long Beach tournament. Whose mm -hmm. name I forget for Dragon Ball. Oh, uh, Dragon Brawl. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, Dude, he's been beating everybody on the West Coast. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. So uh, um, that wasn't a surprise to me. Yeah, that 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 was the Grand Finals. Is no shock. Sure. You know, um, Chris G's definitely I think one of the best in the game right now. So. Definitely. Really excited, dude. Really What's excited. your question, Deathbringer1662? My question for you is, why 1662? What happened that year? Yeah, I know, what happened right? in 16, A lot of things happened in 1662. Was that like the Black Plague year? I, I mean, there were a lot of people died in 1662, yeah, I guarantee yeah, that, yeah. Uh -huh, for uh -huh, many different uh -huh. reasons. Well, I mean, Prep Time Daigo. Oh, yeah, we should probably have mentioned that, too. The, 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 God, I do not know how to pronounce that. Kenno. Kemono Michi, I believe. K Kemeno. Something like that, Michi? buddy. I don't know. Uh, Kemono Michi. Kemono Michi. What did I say? Right? No, I don't know if that's actually it. <laughs> I don't remember. Daigo Tokido. Um. Kemono Michi, yes. I was the, right. Okay. Kemono Michi number two. The three cards have been announced for that. Kemono, Kemono Michi. The three cards have been announced, and the top billing is now Daigo versus Tokido. Ooh. And even though, and, and you know, we're talking about prep time, because remember, prep time Daigo's beat everybody up. Did you watch the trailer video? Mm -hmm. Daigo's in there. He's just like, yeah, if we do a first to 10, there's no way I'm going to lose. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, I'm, wow. I'm like, of course I'm going to win. Like, he has, like, literally just been like, no, I, yeah, I, he was like, I don't see how I could lose. So he's pretty confident Dang. that he's going to take out Tokido. 
but then, of course, the, the second card is uh, Tanukana versus Yu Yu oh, cool. in Tekken in 7, uh, two of the top uh, female players uh, in Tekken in Japan. And then, of course, in uh, Super Turbo, they're going to have Kotaka Shoten versus Ito Interesting. as well. So I really like these events that he's putting on, these little, you know, uh, type, you know, card matches like that. I think that's super cool. So. Oh, I do not have cerebral palsy. Um, that's a lot more serious than what I have going on, that's for sure. Uh, I just have something that's called cervical radiculopathy, which is basically that the little area of the spine that the nerve comes through between your brain and the rest of your body is too small, so it's impinged. It's basically an impinged nerve. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, that's the nerve that then goes out to control my arms and hands, which is why I can't really control them as well as I used to. Mm -hmm. so. It's way less serious than cerebral palsy, that's for sure. But and what stick I use, I use uh, my own split box that I have shown off on this program mm -hmm, before. Mm -hmm. Although the PCB died, Ugh. so I did. I ordered a Brook UFB PCB to replace it. That should be here next week. Okay. Uh, Kimono Michi Two takes place on March tenth. Uh, that will be streamed. Uh, probably on Twitch TV slash Daigo the Beast TV. So. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, no, not Spliff Box. <laughs> That's hilarious, though. Uh, split Box, because it, it's a hitbox that I can sp separate into two halves. I can split it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that lawsuit in New York. Right, so the Southern District of New York, which is a federal court... At New York way, oh. uh, they the judge in that case decided that uh, a website that was uh, had hosted an image from Twitter, so they weren't hosting it. They had, uh -huh, uh -huh. what did I just say? They weren't. They're not hosting it. They embedded it. Right. Twitter was hosting it. Uh, that just embedding it on their website was cause for direct infringement lawsuit. Uh, for the last ten years, there's been a precedent set by a case in California in the Ninth District. Uh, federal court that basically said that if you're not hosting some content you can't be sued for a direct infringement for it some other ways to bust somebody for that mm -hmm. but not mm -hmm. like direct infringement um, so this is a new thing if so what's gonna happen next maybe is that there will be an appeal then the court above them gets to decide it ultimately maybe the Supreme Court but uh, since they're in different districts that's the second district, we're in the ninth district. That case is not actually gonna matter for people in California or the rest of the country, only in New York. But since New York is gigantic and very important, uh, it matters, it definitely matters. So right. uh -huh. it, it would be bad news for the internet if you could bust anybody who had embedded any image um, for copyright infringement, needless to say. Yeah, you, I don't think you can view the image directly on Google Images anymore. Oh, exactly right. Exa right. This is exactly so, yeah. reason. You can visit the website that's there. You can save the image, but you can't just view open that image on a separate web page. That is a right. Exactly right. That so so previously the rule that I talked about from ten years ago that was actually set against. Well, Google was sued in that case, mm -hmm. and. Uh, for doing exactly that, right? For like going to image search right. and then you can see image. Uh, uh. Um, 
Google was sued for it, and and the court said that they should not be busted. Do you, you know who the plaintiff was in that case? Who's that? It was a porno company. <laughs> Perfect ten. I mean, it's not like hard hardcore porn, but um, you know, like nudie pictures. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Perfect ten actually has a couple of really big important cases. They they sued Google and they sued Amazon and the. Yeah, even if you actually, do the, there's one more recently than that. Too, even if you do the right click and open tab, you uh, like open image and new tab. You're only opening that preview image on Google. You're not opening the actual image, so that doesn't work on Google Image unless because if the preview on Google Im, on the Google Images site is smaller than the actual graphic, you're getting the small version, not the not the whole thing. So that's why that doesn't work. <clears throat> There's a lot of funny cases like that in the law. A lot of, a lot of stuff gets set by weirdos, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, just think about like what the test cases are. The, the important cases that set new rules, they're often, by, they're often made by parties that are like doing new weird stuff. So mm -hmm. there's, a, there's like porn cases and there's, like, there's a famous case with Hustler and the guy who ran that thing. And yeah, that's a really important free speech First Amendment oh, yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The People versus Larry Flint was a movie that came there out that was all about that. Exactly. I, that. I never saw that movie, but I remember, I, did read the, yeah. I, I remember hearing about that. So Yeah. I'm not you saying know, it's weird to, you know, you know what I mean. You know, the Hustler Company actually owned Tips and Tricks magazine. <laughs> what? There. Really? Yeah, uh -huh. That's funny. So basically, I had a friend who, like, worked at, like, uh, at Tips and Tricks, and he just walked up to me. He's like, "Hey, you want a bunch of Hustler magazines? I can get them for free." I'm like, "No thanks, but I'll keep that in mind." Dang, back in the day, that was <laughs> those, that was gold. Dude. Yeah, I know, right? Before before oh, the man. internet, jeez, man. God. Yeah. Oh man, dude, the porn industry determines everything. Damn, all the yeah. media, all the media formats, right? DVDs won because of porn. Um, VHS won because of porn. Big part of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Porn porn was one of the first adopters of photographs. I mean, come on, it makes sense. Right. People are trying to see naked people, James. <laughs> they always are. It's never going to stop. Never, yeah, for never sure. Never going to stop. It's going to be the way for forever, pretty much. So, Oh, man. We're going to get shut down by Twitch so bad right now. We're talking about porn. Uh, hey, week. talking about the law, right? Exactly. Talking about law. Uh, porn did help Blu-ray. That's what got Blu-ray to win against uh, HD DVD, right? That, so when the Xbox 360 came out, they had the HD, HD DVD drive, and uh, the PlayStation was trying to push the Blu-ray. And Sony has always failed. They failed on the mini cassettes. They failed on the, the stupid UMDs and everything like that on the PSP. They've always failed. And Blu-ray was their first new format success because the porn industry went with Blu-ray. And that's why Blu-ray won over HD DVD. Do you know why they time. picked Blu-ray? I think because it, it had more storage on the disc. I think that was basically all it really came down to. So, yeah. Huh. Yeah, porn killed Betamax. That's for sure. So. Mandarin cuties? Who doesn't like cuties? Why are they saying it's a sponsor? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I always just come up with stupid fake sponsors on my stream. To, like, really? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. okay, okay, uh, okay. I think like last week I had like Coca-Cola or whatever, but this, this time I put on cuties. Right. Who doesn't like cuties? Cuties are good. Dude. They're great. Cuties and Halos is the other Halos one. Halos are right? good. Yeah, they're both really good, so yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're oranges, all right, for people who don't know. 
Mandarins. Old. Tangerines. Tangerines. They're Mandarin origins. Yeah, oranges. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, cuties are. Okay. Anyway. Uh, they're not. How do you not like cuties? You're you're a wild wild person. Like in any way of the word, how do you hate cuties, right? <laughs> that there means you, you hate us. Yeah. Although I don't know. I don't know if this counts as cute. This is like maybe Dude, awesome. Dude, I, I think I, I I feel like I'm, like this mustache and this this beard, although not maybe impressive. Rad. I think I think I think it's kind of impressive to be honest. Impressive, maybe. I just feel like yeah. cu cutie is not. The right yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Look at this guy. Oh, man. I'm going to shave it for sure. But uh, It's definitely dead like tomorrow or the next day at the most. Um, I don't know if this counts as a mini spoiler of, 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 of Super Mario Odyssey, but last night I, I defeated the hardest thing in the game. And Ooh. I was really excited about that. So that Sweet. was a lot of fun. So game is so good. Game it's a good game. Ridiculously good. So there you go. <sighs> um... I really want to get on Dragon Ball and try to find another character. Just play 16. I'll probably just play 16. Just so. pick him up. You will like him for okay. sure. Okay. As, as soon as you press the H button and you get right through Dude, somebody right? else's yeah, plans. Uh, armor. Whatever their everything. plans were, you're just yeah, like, bam, uh, I'm going to really get out of here. Yeah, I know. As soon as you press that button, you're like, yes. Uh -huh. Okay. All righty. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, we're not doing anything this weekend. In fact, I think the next thing we're doing is final round. Is it in that final round that we're doing next? I believe so. Okay. Well, At least for me. Uh, just as a warning, we won't be doing the Tuesday show next week. We, if, if I'm free, maybe we can do the Thursday show or something like that. What's Tuesday? But uh, I will be out of town on Tuesday. Oh, okay. So I will not be around on Tuesday. So, um, but maybe we could move it to Thursday or something sure. like that. So, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, talk to you guys later. See you maybe next week. If not, then we will see you in a couple of weeks. So. All right, peace out, everybody. We beep, 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 oh, wait, beep, beep. Uh, yeah, we're, the, 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 uh, we're not done yet. We're still here. Yeah, I think, I think Yamcha is not very good. I think I, he, that's why I dropped him. I, I can't make him work. What do, what do you think about that, that H that makes him like flip backwards half screen so you can't actually combo into it? It's annoying, but that's, it's I weird, think right? that's actually the se one of the secrets to him being kind of decent oh, yeah? because it's plus on block. Oh. So you have to use that to get in, I think, which is annoying because you have to go backwards then forward to get in, and I don't know, it just seems kind of odd to me. Is so. it the same if you chain into it or as if you just yeah, press yeah, fierce? Yeah, if you chain into it, it's still plus on block. Sick. Yes, it is, it is, it is. Oh, that's cool, man. I didn't know that. I feel like I don't know anything in that game. It's so complicated. There's a lot to it's learn awesome, in that though. game. Yeah, There's a I lot really to like learn. it. And like I said, it's really subtle between all the different characters on what you can do and can't do, so. Yeah, Theo got top eight. It's true.